Hello everyone and welcome to the Two Aventurol podcast. My name is Oliver and in this show Robin and I spoke to our friend Dave. Dave is a LARPer and a player in the Empire LARP system. He's in the Nation of Dawn. He plays the Troubadour archetype which is basically a bard. Dave has a passion for performing and likes to exhibit that through his LARP characters. We talk about roleplay, we talk about roleplay bleed, we also talk about ball gowning in LARP. If you're watching on YouTube make sure you thumbs up subscribe if you're listening on your favorite audio platform leave us a nice review so that other people can find us and with that all out of the way let's get into our conversation with dave we're talking about yeah 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 um so i was doing like drama and music and physics and religious studies at, at a level i i'd done it um uh welsh at as level but i kind of i dropped it so I, i'm i'm welsh and all of my family had done like a level welsh and stuff and, yeah um i was like oh what what do i want to do do i want to do like philosophy because i really enjoy kind of philosophy and talking and thinking about um kind of the, the world and, and our place in the world and the universe and stuff uh, and then I was sat there doing something for my AS, AS level music and I, and it just hit me in the face. I was like, this is actually really cool if this is actually like how this works. Yeah. Um, I was like, I'm going to do it because I'm just so curious about it. Um, I ended up like applying to um, a bunch of different universities, as you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I failed to get into Cambridge, as you do. Um, <laughs> and I, But I'm really glad that I did because I'd applied to one course in Bristol that was different to every other course it was a music course but it was like half a half a degree in music and then half a degree in uh what's so it's a it's a bit um a bit pretentious but um sorry it's my beers on the floor um pick it so up they called it, Scoop it, up. They, they called it innovation um okay. so okay yeah yeah it's slightly, <laughs> slightly complicated yeah mm. so there there are like 14 degrees that were all something with innovation and we all kind of came together and solved problems and basically tried to save the world really cool as a consequence though i did a music degree but i now work like in the city in london um but that's because i you know the other part of my degree learning to solve problems and things which is yeah basically it's my my nature to see a problem and go well that needs that needs to be fixed which is really interesting um because that's basically how i larp (laughs) how you larp i larp i larp by looking at things and going these are problems that need solving and or you know by taking other skills of oh uh you guys are uh, have expert knowledge in this i come here i need i need to know the exact i need to know these facts from you thank you i'm gonna go off and and tell shout some other people now well, i'm doing shout at people i did yeah. once shout at, i have twice shouted at people and both of them were in conclave <laughs> so anyway so you brought up larp and then we're recording mm. so we may as well get started so that so did you have an awareness of larp because i know i've spoken to you before and you were yeah, you yeah. said you're that you're like a baby larper like us that you because you, you started yeah uh, in 2022 right like, mm-hmm. like us did were you yes. aware of LARP beforehand or so yeah i um i knew about it um probably god i've known about it since like 2017 something like that it was kind of on my radar yeah. Yeah. um and uh, i i'm i'm much younger than i look um and then when i started university in 2017 <laughs> um i um I was kind of disappointed that there was no LARP society, but I was like, fine, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and then I was talking about it with a friend of mine um, who was like, oh, 
you well i brought it up in conversation because we were yeah. talking about dungeons and dragons and then it kind of it as flows on as, as you yeah. do yeah. As you it, do. it yeah. flows on um <laughs> and and he's like, oh I, I love i was like oh cool i was like it like have you heard of empire he's like what's that i'm like oh okay, oh, okay. and i was like i'm like oh well here this is what it is he's like oh no i don't do that i was like okay he's like i do i do a, a game called vampire down in down in bath he's like and it's all very like um very political and and kind of uh, it, this is what's called a parlor up and i was like this sounds like absolute um something i don't want to do sorry i don't don't fancy vampires it sounds boring i it want i want popular system but it's, it's not a popular yes. system but... no it just sounded to me i was just like this is not i don't want pointy teeth and blood over it no no i'm out thanks i'm, I'm checked out and then um and then 2020 um came by i hadn't really talked to him that much I hadn't really talked to him that much at all in the intervening years uh, for no. various reasons. And even though we were like on the same degree, he was a year older than me. So he was in a, I, I didn't see him that much or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, Dave, do you still want to do LARPing? I was like, yeah. Um, and he was like, Oh, because I, I started going to empire. I went, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> right. Um, and I was like, I, yeah I'll, he's like do you want to come this year i was like yeah i was like cool and so like a week later he was coming to um he's co he, he wasn't in uni anymore he, he'd finish but he's kind of coming back to Bristol. Like, oh, um we'll we'll do that you like your character creation and stuff and buy a ticket i was like yeah yeah super excited so we Wait, did you all said, this you said 2020 right in okay. march in march 2020 okay, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. yep mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah so so we did all this like, yeah 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 and because we knew about the stuff that was going on but like but cast it like right now we've got so much awareness but cast your mind back then like we weren't wearing masks we we didn't oh. know like i remember being in the library just like coughing and being like oh well i hope we no were, one gets covid yeah we were planning on going to a convention we had tickets yeah. to go to a convention in march and yeah. to the till the week before we were still going you know even when it was all kicking off yeah we yeah, like, yeah yeah ah, sure, sure it'll just blow over it'll be fine this is the thing like and i bought my ticket and i was like it was like yeah it's gonna go it's not gonna last too long because at the time we were like we were comparing it to things like ebola and swine flu and we were like yeah. oh it's, it's like it's not gonna last that long like I, I actually thought this is hilarious i was like oh i'm not gonna go home home like i'll just hunker down in my flat by myself because i was living with one other person i was like i've got three bottles of wine that's enough <laughs> oh. um <laughs> one, so i did i actually later. did go home um but then it all happened i was like oh oh crap well, I'm, I guess I'm not doing this for another two years. Um, yeah, I can't even imagine because yeah. it was excruciating. Um, but but I I still kind of like was holding out hope like the whole time, the whole year. And actually, in like May uh, May June, I started buying bits of um bits of kit and stuff. And, yeah. and so my very early Mercy kit, which uh, I do have a photo of, um, but it's not it, it's not great. Um, it's it's it, it's it's interesting how it kind of develops. Anyway, um, later that year, we managed to have, because it got to a point like September, I think you're allowed 30 people outdoors. Um, yeah. We had, yeah. um, he he has quite a bit of, um, quite a bit of land. So he was able to host um, under 30 of, um, of us in our wider group that we're a part of. Um, 
and we had a it was it was a wonderful time like i met some people i was in character i was like this is really cool so i actually managed to so laugh managed to get some yeah, yeah 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 oh, the good, problem though. was that was that was like oh here's here's the thing you really want to do and i was like yeah and then the following year it was like you can't do any of it still yeah. um so what so what was that little event like there was it was it just a little just, bit of role play it was kind of purely social like quite a bit of role quite a bit of role, role play i sung a couple of songs um the one that i do quite a lot so the tale of dawn and the dragon yeah. um i i prem- familiar with it yeah premiered it there yeah so so i premiered the song there and actually at the time it was a lot more complicated and it had a lot more intricacies to it and then more complicated? After, yeah, yeah 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 then after the event someone sent me a text saying dave right i'm just it's great i love it but hit some advice don't do these things because it's going to make it easier for people to join in and i was like oh i didn't even think people would want to join in yeah um, the chorus you've got for that is quite is quite it's it's catchy you know yeah. that's, that's what you is. want and especially it's... in like a, a a social close situation like that where you're trying to get people into <laughs> yeah. your song so right. you already had that written out so from yeah, from yeah like the I... beginning of the year and then you were like right okay so, so you were like right into the law then was like so, yeah i'm writing songs but... for this and everything well Okay, so little secret. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not secret. Um, no one will hear this. It's fine. The <laughs> that us. song. So, uh, mm, okay. So, context. In Wales, we have this festival called the Eisteddfod. The Eisteddfod is a, it's like a traditional festival of Welsh culture, um, and there's a national one. There's local ones. There's all sorts, and every school tends to do one around St David's Day, and when i was like 12 my school was running one the first time ever they were doing a proper crowning of the bard ceremony now um the uh, in in the ice for this is like the most it's the most pagan religious part of the whole thing it's it's one of those kind of kind of it's paganist druidic kind of thing right it's, is it's that where its in, roots come from is it yeah. based in druidic celtic tradition yeah, yeah. Okay. um where basically it was recognizing that it recognizes that bards and poets and storytellers are actually more important than anyone because they keep us entertained in the dark hours of winter and stuff. And there's loads of um, um, there's loads of great medieval, um, well, medieval, pre-medieval um, Welsh Celtic uh, myths um, compiled in a book called the Mabinogion, um, which is re- it's really really interesting because it kind of talks about these these great like welsh heroes that uh, go up and down the country doing things and that but all the guys that are like soldiers and stuff they're also poets and and there's there's um points where like they're deceiving people that they're actually just here as great bards and they tell them stories and then in the night they steal their horses uh, <laughs> and then an entire kingdom goes up in arms because they stole their horses um but it's great it's great it's great fun but anyway so they have this crowning of the bard ceremony and the bard is like the most reverend position and to get the bard uh the to, to become the bard you have to write a poem um okay. and so uh there was a big competition and i wrote a poem I'd not long read The Hobbit. Um, so I wrote a poem about, uh, it was a it, it was a vague poem, obviously I'm uh-huh. in Wales, so I can write something, I can write poems about dragons and no one's going to suspect a thing. Nah. Really? <laughs> I wrote a poem about about Lake Town, Dale, um, Erebor <laughs> and, and Smaug. Um, yeah. But no yeah. one knows that and it's fine. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> I I, lo- I I I basically I won the competition with this poem, yeah. uh-huh. um, and I'd written it in this kind of verse refrain format. Yeah, 
And the fra- the refrain was, um, they can hear it in the village, they can hear it in the town, that the mountain is the palace where the dragon wears its crown, yeah. which is the refrain from the song, The Tale of Dawn and the Dragon. Yeah. And um, I remember sitting down and like, reading the Dawn music brief and going, oh, like, what? Do I, how do I do this? Is it so, like, alien? Because I'd been writing songs that year, but they were kind of in a pop style, kind of a bit like Tim mm-hmm. Mitch and stuff. I was like, how do I do this? I was like, I know, I've got that poem. I tried. I tried if I could to find the whole poem, but all I could remember from it was oh, that one line. Could... Oh, so you, you... Oh, yeah. So I knew I had this. I knew I had this line, and then, right, this is this is going to sound quite pretentious again, but um, uh, I live on um, in, in Wales. Um, I live on the side of a mountain, mm-hmm. um, and I can walk to the top of that mountain, and it's quite ethereal, um, quite like nice particularly because it's foggy it's you know a great walk but a really good place to kind of find your muse and i was basically i knew i had this in my head i was like how do i how do i turn this into a song what's the story here we know kind of what happens we know some some people go and there's a dragon that that's terrorizing people and um and we know that they kill it i was like that's what we know and i just remember um walking up the mountain and I started humming this tune. I was going bum 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 that's quite good actually hang on. And then I remember I was like on top of the mountain I was like okay, I got to write this down. Oh I got to go write this down. And I was like speeding down the hill just like singing this song to myself just going bum 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 um and and that's kind of where it birthed from and i really it took me a long time to to write that song i'd written the first kind of two three verses and i shelled Mm -hmm. it three months later um the the week before this this 30 person player event yeah uh i'm sat there going i'm the one bard i know that's turning up to this event and i know that my earl is going to want me to sing to do because some because bards better... are the most important <laughs> yeah i better write this damned song <laughs> so i like blitzed it through and i was living with a composer and and i sung to him actually this is pretty good i, I really enjoy this um so that's kind of where the song was birthed um it yeah. was to premiere it at the got to premiere at that, it at that player event, and then then nothing for a whole year, and <laughs> I was devastated, as you can well imagine. Yeah, because it got um, worse, didn't it? Like the end of twenty twenty. Oh yeah, that's when it, Delta it, ripped through everything. Yeah, yeah, it got it got oh, yeah. worse, and then they like shut down Christmas again or something, didn't they? Yeah, and yeah. I like... I, I then <laughs> moved back, so I was back then in Bristol by that point, mm-hmm. and then December twenty twenty, we got like shipped out like in batches they had to ship us out at home in batches so we didn't like swarm public transport um it was a whole operation um and i was home then in wales for like four months and to be honest i put larp out of my mind because i was like this just isn't happening um this year like it's not i'm not that in- engaged um with with it you know when it comes it'll come and it'll be great yeah. but yeah. fine anyway the year goes on and events get cancelled events get cancelled events get cancelled i'm like okay well we knew this was going to happen yeah like it kind of sucks and then the september event got cancelled the autumn event got cancelled and the one that 2021 and everyone was hoping that they'd managed to to do it by that point yeah because the numbers were looking good the health and safety was kind of looking good we were all good mm-hmm. to go and then july happened and yeah. there was a spike in july and yeah. it, the numbers stopped looking so good 
and yeah. the health and safety stopped working so good. And so they cancelled it. Yeah. And then immediately five player events happened that weekend in different places because it, it, yeah, it basically exploded crazy. And my Earl was going to one. He's like, I am going to this event. I was like, oh, like it looks quite combat heavy. I'm not really combat carry. He's like, come along. Like some of the people you've already met are going to be there. You don't necessarily have to fight. Like we can lend you weapons. We know you don't have anything. We can lend you armor and stuff. Yeah. Just come. And it was like a 130 player player event in some fields um, just outside Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And it was it was like a microcosm of anvil because there were there were camps from every nation that separated themselves from from each other As you do, there was yeah. a there was a bar yeah. that everyone was singing in there was a dedicated songs and stories circle Ooh, which nice. was really fun because I, I i i basically i i was like, oh i've heard you you like you need bards or whatever he's like yeah 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 please come along and i was like oh can i just like do you mind if i just leave my guitar there he's like yeah no that's fine he's, i'm not starting for another 20 minutes it's like cool i've got to go talk to someone about something yeah because by that point I'd been embroiled in plot. Um, <laughs> you had. Uh, hello. I, look, plot finds me. Okay, I don't go looking for this shit. It just comes into my life, and I've got to deal with it. Um, uh-huh. And and I went off, found some people, had some conversations. By the time I got I started hearing drums, I was like, oh, I got to go. I like saw this guy's going to be there to sing some songs. By that point, I had quite a few more songs as well. Um. And I rocked up, and this the, the circle was full of people. And this guy was like, "Ah, oh, there's our bard." And I was like, "Huh? You've been waiting for me? Like, I'm like a, I, I'm like, I'm like a little babby player. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's I'm sure. Hi. Um, and uh, I like, I realized that it was him. There was another guy to his left, and there was an empty chair to his right, and they were the three seats of honor. And I was like, "Oh, oh, you." Oh, I'm one of the. Oh, oh you right. can tell the okay. tickets to this thing. Yeah, I'm, like, I, 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 I'm one of I'm one of the important people here. You've just given me a position of honor, and I'm not even in your nation. Thanks for all that trust you've put in me. Ah! Um, but it was really great fun, and I, for the first time, like really understood what it meant to kind of be in that atmosphere and and people singing and just watching everything and just being in awe of what's going on. And the most amazing moment was there someone was telling a story and then they forgot their words halfway through so they went off to kind of do something and the guy the navari next to me he started um vocalizing he just started singing some random um, tunes and stuff and i've got a music degree and i know what i'm doing so i just started singing too and harmonizing with him and we didn't know each other we'd never met we weren't having eye contact we were just listening to each other and we managed to basically make this gorgeous like long piece of music completely improvised and he turns to me and goes are you, are you sure you're not navari i went no i'm just well trained but mercy did that that's not dave yeah. um, but like <laughs> Mer- mercy is mercy is very 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 well at the time was very much like fresh out of hot but he wasn't fresh out of hot at all he's fresh off bloody ditch that um that my lord constantly reminds people that he pulled him from um there's someone in a joking man he goes whenever i perform well and people are like he's incredible he's incredible they turn to him and they go and he goes found him in a ditch found him in a ditch yeah um but because that's the story right the story the story is very much stolen from a knight's tale um very much had had nothing but the jacket on his back great great film um brilliant film um nothing on the jacket with his back wakes up there's this man reaching down to him and he takes him under 
his wing and yeah. and 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 now there's a mess you see today. But yeah, that's that's kind of how I got introduced to LARP. And then um that that November October I went to another small small event, met some people. That's where I met my late old mm-hmm. friend, and then um I went to an event in Bath, History and Virtue. Um oh yeah, yeah, yeah. really, yeah. really good, really, really good fun. Met lots of people there. Um <laughs> met lots of very interesting people there and then obviously we're in 2022 and you can laugh at a big field again yeah so i mean it sounded like it was everything you hoped it would be was it was it what you expected it to be because i tell people laughing wasn't what i expected in like the best way possible i was like oh what is this going to be like is it and then you get there and it's just so much better than you expect do you know what there's our our community i mean when i say a community i mean the wider the wider nerd community mm-hmm. um is full of lots of very eclectic people and i've come from a background of theater mm-hmm. so i've come from a background of people embodying characters people being very eccentric very switched on and i was very much very much aware that 3,000 players in a field is a lot of people. Yeah. And I've got a lot of experience. And I was like, am I going to stick out like a sore thumb? Um, or am I going to fit in? There's something that Matt P said on the podcast he did with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really stuck with me. He said, every human being knows how to role play innately. There is no hard skill. And, and to be honest, like up to a point, and that point being big overly dramatic scenes um and well quite yes yeah, quite a lot of being dawnish then basically but like well, yeah. <laughs> and and knowing and sometimes knowing what to say and or how how to say it or, or talking mm-hmm. to big crowds for example and, and performing yeah. like i do everyone does it you 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 don't notice there don't is notice. none of the, the none of the apprehension that you expect no. there to be no and it's it's absolutely crazy uh, because you know I, I remember coming away from that first event and I mean, I couldn't talk for one because I lost my voice. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, <laughs> but I remember for for the first couple of days, I had culture shock coming back into normal life. Oh, this is a real thing, but I don't think we've ever mentioned yeah. this on the podcast. Get, stopping at the service station on your way back from Anvil is a weird thing because yeah. you you yeah. like seeing people in yeah. modern clothing and not wearing swords, yeah. and and you're like, oh, this is. Oh, okay. It's a bit of, a, and people are just obviously just ignoring you because they're yeah. motorway strangers. You know, even That's getting weird. in the car is strange, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because your brain doesn't really know what it's doing anymore. Because, it, funny enough, it's been living a slow life like we were intending intended to be living, not this hyper fast paced, whatever world we live in. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's suddenly like, oh, you've got to go thirty times faster than than we were. I didn't know this. Oh, we're doing okay. This is this is what we're doing now. But it takes a couple of days. Yeah. And you know what? Those are the worst days in, in the world because you're sat there going, oh, it's so much better living in in fantasy medieval times. I, ignore the fact that, and I specifically say fantasy medieval fantasy times. medieval if, times. If we lived yeah. in actual medieval, medieval times, medieval. we'd all have dysentery and yeah. like we'd all be oppressed and poor. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, surgery wait, hang on. Anesthetic wait, wait hang on. The, the, I, I, without being too political. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but that's where yeah. people would probably get value out of it right because there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of people in this world that uh yeah, yeah shun technology and like oh yeah it was better when yeah, they, yeah, yeah. i think they would get a real kick out of out of larping yeah, you yeah, know yeah. and things and, were better when i was younger exactly <laughs> yeah those type of people i think would have a great yeah. great time laughing because that's probably the, as close as you're going to get yeah, um, but yeah, like yeah. you said, I mean that's that's why someone like the Bard. I think I think people because the I know with the big um, popularity spike in D and D fifth edition, like yeah, when yeah. that's I, I know when that fifth edition first came out, the Bard was like the you know the the the, the, the jokey class, you know, and then it became the most popular class, you know. It's the most popular right. class. But it's the most popular class because um because it's the most overpowered yeah. um because it has expertise it has um it can steal spells from other spell lists and if you so want fun. if you want to like optimize the the play of that character <laughs> you can just be like oh well i can do this and this and this and this and uh, honestly you can have endless fun with buzz i, I to tangent i know we're talking about a lot but to tangent away for a while until you go, this is it is is related to lot it is. is absolutely yeah. devastating and i'll explain why it's related to lot now uh, directly related so um the game i play i play online with some old mates from school mm -hmm. uh -huh. and if one player is missing we still tend to run because there's enough of us to run it anyway yeah. um and the, that player just kind of gets the character if we're in combat gets played by someone else if if not otherwise they're just strangely silent <laughs> i um i got in the car after e2 and um it's after e2 after e3 no i was i wasn't driving i got in the car after e3 yeah and i sat down i unlocked my phone and i scrolled back through the messages oh no 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 that, that's that not that's not it because we play on a sunday night it was on the way home on the way home uh-huh yeah i got home i opened my phone went through my messages like oh charlie's died i was like I was like, oh yeah, nice one, guys. That's very, oh, funny. I love it. The banter. No, they were like, no, Charlie's dead. I was like, what? Um, they were like, yeah, we almost had a TPK. I was like, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, he wasn't the only one that died either. I went, you killed my character while I was out in a field uh, laughing as a bard. That's not cool. <laughs> that's not cool. Come that's on. Cool. But he was cool. fun. Uh, he, I, I, it was a creation bard, and I basically kind of, um, it was a little bit jokey, but I basically did as much summoning as possible. So I had like yeah. a giant statue. I had animate objects. I had like 10 knives flying around. And it's really cool. Um, <laughs> but it's it's really, really good. And it is, the thing is, people often bounce from like Dungeons and Dragons to LARP. And you kind of, you kind of still want to do both. And, yeah. and it's not a case if you want to do both because you still want to be living in, you know, you still want to have that fantasy escape. Yes, there is that. Yeah. For me, you kind of still want to do both because magic in LARP is uh, a, an interesting experience and very different and very difficult to do. Mm -hmm. Magic in D&D &D is batshit crazy. Oh, yeah. And high so fun highest, to do. It's yeah. high fantasy. It's like power fantasy. It's yeah. wonderful. And actually, just that idea that you can manipulate a world and a story with that much power. Yeah. It is is something that you will never get in a LARP system. Yes, you can manipulate stories. That yes, you can do some quite heroic things, but you won't get you won't you won't ever get the same experience that you actually yeah. do in in D and D. Not least because uh, unless you can pick up a horse and use it to bludgeon someone, sorry, you can't play a Goliath barbarian that can pick up a horse and yeah. bludgeon someone. Yes, I have that as a prepared character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if my current character dies, it will be my fourth character that's died in this campaign. I will yeah. re-roll as that as a barbarian that uses a horse as a weapon and my dm better be happy with it that's it that's my piece 
yeah but i i think i think it's it's a different type of fantasy though is it and mm. i'm saying fantasy not as in a genre as in is in a is a human fantasy because yeah 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 in dnd you can be like the avengers but the problem is you, you're like five or six people in a world full of however many your dm yeah, decides yeah, to yeah. put in there yeah and you can literally change the entire world yeah. unfairly whereas yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. laughing you know having one person having the power to change the world with like a silly spell or something yeah and just ruin everyone else's weekend yeah 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 it just wouldn't work i it's, mean i mean it's why high magnitude rituals are have just had their magnitude increased it's why uh, arcane projections are so difficult to 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 get right um because the magic to completely change the world it's the ritual magic to completely change the world is there it yeah. exists. Mm -hmm. It's been used in some way, shape, or form before. Yeah. But you've got to do a lot of actual lot of work. people work yeah. to get there. Like um the 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 big famous one recently. Well, there are two. One is the um the curse. Um, well, I think it's a curse. Um, <laughs> the rivers run red. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Heard about that. By Conclave. Yeah. 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 Tell, tell, but, tell yeah, us. Yeah, what tell us the, about that because yeah. I have lots of people talking about that, and I have no idea. <laughs> What happened? How it happened? Why it happened? <laughs> right. So, so I can't tell you too much about that. This is the lovely moment where um, you perceive me uh, in the field as someone that's very knowledgeable about magic and very knowledgeable <laughs> about a lot, a lot of things. <laughs> I know absolutely nothing. I'm just good at talking to people. Um, there are other people that I know that are the walking wikis, walking encyclopedias. But what I can tell you is basically, like, I, I, I think it murders a lot of people in a, lot in of a people. given area. It's not yeah. good. It's not fun, and uh, apparently not particularly virtuous in some people's mind's eye. Yeah. Um, but that affects like an entire territory. And if you're in that territory, you're based in that territory. Like people you know are going to die. Mm. Like not necessarily in the in play in, in the field, but mm, people no. that you see every day. And that's devastating. I think that's that is one thing because it's slightly below the abstraction layer in terms of day to day NPCs. Slightly below the abstraction layer, you you forget that there are other normal people in your character's normal life, like just villagers and people that they have relationships with. Um, that means something to them yeah. that that would be impacted by those decisions. And I think a lot of the times when you see um, uh, ritualists. Mm -hmm. making decisions when you see synod making decisions when you see when you see senate and when you see when you see the big four bodies making decisions right when you see, see all four bodies making decisions um a lot of it for people comes down to the fact like you can't run away from the fact that it is a game yeah and because yeah. it's a game it has numbers and it has mechanics mm -hmm. and it runs as a game and it works as a game and um because larp is full of very smart people there are very, there are a lot of people that can game the system very well not just people like me it's yeah. people <laughs> you're you're my favorite kind of player because you don't um <laughs> but as a result and this happens this can ha happens a lot in in dungeons and dragons as well mm -hmm. as a result people play with mechanics first and then role play second yeah. the problem is yeah. with larp is because you're in character in character yeah it's very easy to make it look like the role play is coming first and the maths is coming second but there are people there are people in larp that want to win oh, and yeah. and as a consequence and they, they think that they go they're going to win the big game by making the big moves and the but as a consequence when they when people make big decisions not that i've necessarily been around too many people 
but there doesn't seem to be I've never really I've never really heard anyone say, and maybe this is something a wish for a wish for the future of, yeah. of kind of of empire of more people kind of being like but what about what about the villagers what about our people what about um you know what about Ken Bloggs the butcher um yeah. you know and his and his kid that's got a broken leg you know yeah. we we're going to need that money we're going to need that manner and there, yeah. there something did there was actually a really good one um when there was like flooding and a mine and there was really good kind of um fluff text in the um in the uh wind of fortune Winter, or yeah. and um i was like oh that's really good and i heard some people genuinely talking about people that they knew i was like this is great but i think because we're like the the one percent we kind of lose some of that um yeah and i think yeah. it would be good if you had more of that but for me it's really important um so to kind of remembering those things the other ritual but just before i forget um mm. i don't actually know what the ritual was but it was the one that caused all the rain during the summer Oh, I know, not all the rain, the drought. It's the one that caused the drought, the drought. followed okay. by the right. one that caused the rain. Okay. Um, <laughs> You'd think they would cancel each other out. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was this really a problem? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was for three months, and then it was it was a different problem for another three months. Right now, we're just in the middle of winter. Um, but actually, this kind of, to follow on, like something that I did, going back to kind of my... Like, beginnings of, of LARP mm -hmm. and stuff um I started getting involved in various discord servers I'm sure it's a story yeah. you've heard time and time again uh, yeah and something yeah. I noticed this year for the first time were I say this year I mean last year yeah um was people writing fiction in downtime about what the characters yeah. were doing I'm like oh oh okay yeah well let's do a little bit of this um I've got I've got permission um to talk about this um it, right. or part of this part of this anyway <laughs> the good part. I, I said I, I, her words were you can but but like be kind of vague or like don't say too much i'm like okay fine um what kind of fan fiction is this i have yeah i have the power of editing should we fine. put a disclaimer up now or <laughs> <laughs> oh, i've got beer on my nose um, no 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 um <laughs> yeah i've made it sound worse than it is um are you familiar with the concept of ball gowning no no no, no not, not as a term cool because you guys do it you just don't know that um okay. you guys do it really well i know you guys do it really well because i had a chat for an hour with oliver in my tent um ab about about it. it was all it was all that related um so when was that that was e4 was that e, e that was e4 three we had no 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 it was e4 it was e4 no, we had that was conversation. E4. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 i'm just trying to work out the real world timelines in my head as well because um reasons um so i started so me and mercy started uh mercy started being very cheeky in some letters yeah with uh, a dornish enchantress mm -hmm. um called uh enchantress olivia sepulcher and um <laughs> and this started actually after re1 um and it was really interesting we would we kind of like sent letters back and forth um and he was being very very, very cheeky chappy and she was yeah. very much like excuse me do you know who you're talking to and it's like yeah i know exactly who i'm talking to mm -hmm. um but in letter form yes and then after he uh, added to um kind of e2 was the flower event with the flower festival with yes. the different codes and flowers mm -hmm. and stuff as well you understand um and 
I was like, oh, I can be really funny and clever with this. And so I was really funny and clever with this. And rightly so, it kind of annoyed her in, in exactly the right way, exactly the way he wanted to. Um, ended up having a really good conversation. And so I was like, cool, wrote her a letter after that. And it go, it kind of went on a little bit. And I met you guys at E3 properly with mm-hmm. my my orc head. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, vividly yeah, remember yeah, the orc yeah, head. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so um, I, we kind of sent, it was like one, one set of letters, another set of letters. And then I had, I had a text saying, um, basically saying, oh, check, check the post. I was like, oh, you, you only got my letter yesterday. She was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, the hell have you sent back? And I opened this envelope. There was one thing in there. Um, and the one thing that was in there, <laughs> um, oh no, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was before that. Wait, was it before that? I'm trying to. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I said, <laughs> I sent at the end of the letter, the, the the letter previous. Mercy said, oh, um, send me, send me back a um, an orc's head, something to do with proving her her might. Yeah, it was yeah. hilarious and yeah. absolutely like shooting for the moon um like bring me back an orc's head and then she like fully sent an orc's head head, Um, and i opened this envelope and there was this piece it was like oc note you receive that like you like you kind of get this box and it's got this smell i was like oh that's quite interesting it's kind of like fiction i was like ah i was like okay so in response i i um i had mercy send her um the head of a what i think it was a wyvern or a man there was a mandala head of a mandala in like okay. a pretty box or whatever but Wait, I wrote what's a mandala this... it's like a giant bear it's like an owl bear but oh, not right okay yeah because yeah, that's yeah. trademark yeah yes. um yeah so yes. <laughs> he like had i had it had him kind of send this back um <laughs> i heard that i heard that's very topical very topical <laughs> we're not going into we're not breaking the, into that discussion time, at the time of recording <laughs> at the time of recording we're not sure what wizards of the, wizards of the coast are doing um we we didn't like what they were doing before we're <laughs> at least happy that they backtracked somewhat but who knows <laughs> it's, it's fine who knows when this episode is released we, we both love and don't condone D I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yes that just like, <laughs> you see like D D gets cancelled and you remove every single reference to dungeons and dragons <laughs> oh, in no. your pre- in your back catalogue <laughs> no, um, no any yeah, it's, yeah all the podcast goes are fine no anyway so um i was like oh yeah okay and that's the moment i discovered that i was writing fiction and i didn't really realize it yeah um and so i i sent i i wrote that i wrote down the kind of background of what happens i was like okay so my courier arianwen who's a navari and i described this like amazonian six foot tall woman with two spears on her back and mm-hmm. get like covered in knives and stuff something that i could never physically portray um mm-hmm. like on the field and something that i don't ever physically portrayed on the field so that i can use her and manipulate her in the background yeah um effectively as a like she like i say she does this she goes off and does this and she travels around or whatever like i can use her as a plot device for me yeah. in the background and delivering letters and stuff and building relationships and then i could talk about her in the field and then i could talk about it to other people and i suddenly do and um and I actually get kind of at the time as well, like started like co-writing a, a fiction with someone else. And I was like, this is kind of strange, but it's like role-playing my character, but online, but okay, well, I guess we're going with this. Yeah. Um, and I created some more characters. And um, 
and I'll can I I'll, I'll get kind of all the way through to the end of this. Um, so, uh, God, then then I was like, Do you know what? Like, I'm not done yet. Like, I he needs to. He'd had received in his letters um, words to the effect of, "You need to prove yourself." Yeah. Um. And so, so it's like, cool. like in in because we I think we heard up until this point because because for yeah, listeners yeah. we we heard this story in character from Mercy. Mm. You actually had the orc's head there in the tavern, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think yeah, we yeah. heard up until this point. Yeah. I might yeah this was yeah. this is where we were left off with you because yeah, yeah. you like told us all this and it was very you know mm. after the many many yeah. many many beers in the tavern and then you said you know this is to be continued. Yeah. This yeah. is uh, being continued for so, us. So so. <laughs> oh, so. I got a little bit at E4, but yeah, yeah, he did. He did. So um, <laughs> so. Uh, the the kind of the you, you know you need to prove yourself thing was a whole thing, um, and so I was like, how how am I going to show her that he needs to prove himself? He needs to go find himself. She had this whole thing about death, and we'd had this whole conversation. So I wrote this fiction about him facing his demons and going going back to Holberg and facing his past, and it was the most the most actualizing thing for me because I was like, actually, I feel like he's a real person who's gone off and done stuff. I know what he's done between events now. And I know the people he's met. And there are there are now half a dozen or so NPCs that I have personal ties to that if something happened in Holberg, I'd be straight in Holberg making sure that the people that I know there are, are being looked after. And then, um, and I'll, I'll get to kind of the end of the story a little bit. And I'll get back to the story about what happened with the kind of Borganinger sect. But all of these NPCs kind of in the background. And then as some consequences of what became of this Borganning plot um, at the fourth event, I was like, cool. Downtime was just about to happen. I was like, screw it. Mercy's um, ditching the mana site and he's he's getting a military unit and he's going off to Zenith to fight, um, you know, to back the Eastern Sky Um because you know Mercy's got a really good relationship with the general, um, yeah. you know, to fight for um, a good friend in Urizen, like he's gonna gonna go off and do it. I was like, but what's Mercy's military unit made of? Because it doesn't make sense that he's just got like a bog standard load of people marching. I was like, this that's not very Mercy. It was like Mercy's got mercenaries. Mercy has mercenaries. Yeah. Uh, so Mercy's mercenaries, uh, which is what the unit is genuinely <laughs> called, yes, yeah. Yes. Um, is is made up of uh, Arianwin, his courier, who's Navari, mm -hmm. um, uh, three um, three random questing knights that I wrote in backstory that came and hunted the Mandala with me. Um, then uh, two mages who used to run, they used to be bookkeepers at a fighting ring that I wrote about. Um, the champion of that fighting ring, the bodyguard of that fighting ring. That's it. That's my military unit. And I've written it as basically like a specialized force that will like task force because they're a bunch of specialists that will go off and like target certain points in the battlefield and, and kind of be used like that um, while Mercy's off doing something actually useful. Um, and I was like, I've actually got this thing. And I like posted it to the wiki and, and the guy that like, the, not the wiki, the dorm page and the guy that looked uh -huh, after yeah. that, that kind of military unit thing was like, this is really cool. And I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> because it actually makes me feel like that's it. That's the thing that's happened. And there is yeah. a story of kind of what's going on. There is a continuation in my head where a version, a, a part of me that lives and exists is now, which is why 
um i'm now looking i've actually got i've got some design stuff open on my computer i'm now looking at designing a, a, a new kind of garment for mercy to wear that's kind of slightly more military um mm -hmm. so kind of has that that more of a military presence when i get back to anvil yeah yeah but yeah to can to finish the story um <laughs> basically what happened was we decided actually out of character that it wasn't really a kind of going anywhere particularly useful um but kind of we didn't want we kind of wanted to make sure that that was decided out of character particularly because um i know that the character had another ball gaining plot going on with someone else and had been going for quite a long time and okay. they were supposedly betrothed yeah um which is a thing and that there was a whole part of i'm gonna fight for you i'm better than she is blah 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 um and uh we decided out of character that actually you know we knew where we wanted that story to go yeah um and, and we wanted it to go in favor of um of her and and, and the other so yeah um on that kind of on that pilgrimage to um to holberg um i i wrote that i no, i wrote i on that pilgrimage to, to holberg i basically realized that he'd found his true love and she was in Holberg and she died during the siege. And so actually, you know, finding love is not that important to him anymore mm -hmm. because he's already found it. He's just going to find her again. And I made that decision and had a very quick conversation in character with Olivia. You know what was going on. Mm -hmm. However, um, we hadn't informed her other half um, about <laughs> yeah. this. Um, I, I, her eyes, the other half. Yeah. About this. Uh, uh, and and she'd just before the event happened just before the event started she sent me a um a small letter that said the, the name of a tea house and a date and a time and i was like oh i'm gonna get killed so i <laughs> i girded like i wasn't fully girded i was uh -huh. wearing some armor yeah and i rocked up to this tea house and i had a very very um interesting conversation with uh with her other half which went from went all the way from what do you mean you're not in love with her um anymore to um to no i like i i think you two need to give like i think you two need to give this a shot and mm -hmm. said or is any giving mercy a handshake um which is really yeah yeah really important yeah. big deal um, yeah touching <laughs> for Rose. i was like okay this is this is big um anyway uh long and short to, to kind of really tie that 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 whole story to a close um what ended up happening was uh ended up dying on the sunday in the sunday battle um she was um she actually so she she died and she told mercy to go and find her uh find her her um betrothed found her in the same tea shop and she came out and she's like oh, what's wrong is like she's like come on you're joking and i was like and she's like no this is just some cool trick mercy and i was like she's she's dying and she, she would like clasped my hand she was gone it was the most powerful emotional moment I, like it was real i was there yeah. and i took her back to dawn and along with um uh, another priest uh, from wintermark um married them um i said i said to her on the battlefield i said they, today they won't be a funeral today there will be a wedding 
and there was oh. and they married and um and she died and yeah. it was heartbreaking and that's the end of that part of that story and now there is the aftermath to deal with that's kind of why i was in urizen and, and yeah. so on yeah so yeah it's it's a whole um it's a whole wonderful world really um that there's nothing wrong with that type of role play because you, no. you're, you're, you were talking about yeah like like obviously having an out of character because we did mm. similar things you know and yeah. i was almost worried that oh yeah people were not gonna yeah. be into this because obviously we had our test of metal but we had so many people we, are. we orchestrated <laughs> we orchestrated we orchestrated parts of it obviously yeah, yeah but yeah. Not, not other parts <laughs> but the, but like you said of not telling people so obviously we were like oh you know this is kind of where we want it to go you know yeah. this is this is kind of the direction that we want to sail yeah. to so for example like we've, yeah. we've literally been up front with this like on the podcast after the fact we mm. had 10 nations to go to and mm. get stories and we were yeah, competing yeah, yeah, with yeah. each other but before e3 we were like okay so where you you know where you, where would you be more comfortable going yeah you know if, you know there's no point in us both going that way okay i'll t i'll take the league and i'll take i'll because i you know yeah. what game would you like the most and i think you're like, oh yeah i'd like you to go to know. the bar yeah that kind of thing but then other we didn't tell certain people so we yeah. would get like we'd get a just a, a reaction and then you'd feed off that role play you yeah. know like because because at the end you know obviously we kind of knew that robin was going to uh forfeit her last story to godric you know but we didn't tell the earl of the house no. <laughs> so we didn't tell anyone else <laughs> so that so then we could get that i mean you you don't want to orchestrate too much because you might be disappointed no. yeah but if you're willing to like you know yeah. if you're willing to orchestrate something then dive in because i'm sure that you had yeah you went right this is the way we want to go yeah. But you, like, Dave, you had, you had no idea that's where it was going to end up. You uh, no. bringing, uh, bringing the Uruzeni to no, to, the, and... to that wedding. Yeah. And, and actually, the decision to be like, I'm going to marry you now, was very, very, like, on the spot. On the spot. Bear in mind, like, in... <laughs> In that battle, I was actually girded as someone that was already terminal. I yes. was like in the command block. I was, <laughs> but I was I was in the command block and running. I was trapped inside my gorget, which I've now discovered. It showed me that my back is not the way my back is supposed to be. <laughs> um, I was like very like very hot on that Sunday, and I was just like very much snap decision. Adrenaline was running. I was like, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. Um, because like it's it's one of those things um so the company's called profound decisions and mm -hmm. you you do make and take profound decisions which affect the course of the game and role play and stuff but actually you as a player take some profound decisions with the things that you are going to be doing the thing that kind of being big and brash um at the <laughs> god i hate this story um at the i hate this story because you're it makes, tell me, anyway. makes me look like a cock um well it makes mercy <laughs> look like a cock which is fine because he is um yeah, but but... Uh, but basically um at e1 i there was a contest for one of the archmage positions yeah. and um and i was helping the incumbent archmage to remain in their seat and okay it was basically for me it was like by any means possible and i went down one avenue no dice went down another avenue no dice like to try and find things to say to back them up in conclave because conclave works very weirdly um i actually knew the person that was 
kind of contesting them and i had a conversation with them about kind of the contest and being very sly mm -hmm. um and and i got a really interesting piece of information from them um or not a piece of information it was very very much uh um off the record conversation caught on the record by a certain tabloid newspaper and is published as an exclusive article in this week's sunday paper um i i, I got one of those kind of moments and mm. um I rocked up in Conclave and I just went, I thought, oh, okay, well, I've got no, I've got no other options, but I need to make sure that he doesn't get this position of power. I, Dave, I'm taking the decision to potentially have to make some reparations and have some difficult game coming in the future. Um, let's go and, and say, did you, or did you not say this about what you would do with the position and the whole of Conclave went, <gasps> Oh, that is audible gasp and i was yes. like yeah that was incredible i love yeah. that can i do that again please <laughs> that is that is a lot bucket list thing to do as well is to stand up and say something in a court or something and everyone oh, would be like such a power <gasps> move just going in and i've heard a few people doing that recently and it's just like yeah yeah I, as a consequence though um i like i then kind of bonded with the that that archmage and they invited me to do some things and mm -hmm. and i made some friends i made some enemies uh i made more enemies than i made friends uh no i <laughs> <laughs> uh, well no actually i didn't i temporarily made quite a lot of enemies and then over the course of the next four three events um i i made amends um mostly because i wrote a song about the entire that entire group and, and i played it for them and they were like okay that's incredible i was like thanks they were like yeah, you're forgiven. All apart from one, their um, their their seneschal was really, really pissed off at me, or mercy about what he'd done. And then at E four, I think it was E no, it was E, it was E three because we were uh. we were both in shirts because there was there, you, you weren't doing anything other than wearing just a shirt at E three. It was too yeah. hot. Yeah. Um, I was like, can I have a word with you? And basically, we went into the glory square. We had a, a like a DMC about loyalty. Mm -hmm. Um. He got some stuff off his chest. I got some stuff off his chest. We hugged. I gave him a favor, um, and now we're squared. Um, it was great. The, the, because the problem, the, the reason we did it uh, is because part, partly the reason we did it is because the player and IOC were very much like. Probably was like, I just want to like listen to you sing your songs and not hate you while I'm doing it. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm picturing them sitting here being like. Oh, sing again! Yeah, oh, yeah, you sing yeah, again. yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, like he would do, he would do that. It was, it was honestly so, um, so devastating. So I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll fix that. But, um, it, and it, it's funny, really, how how this works because it's it's points like that where you're like, where you can sit there and go, yeah, it's just a game, and yeah. and really, yeah. if you want to change, it, like if something goes wrong, and it really impacts you, it bleeds through, it really impacts you out of character. You can just take a step back and go. This is just a game. Can we can we treat it as a game? And yeah. these things didn't happen. And 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 let's not bring some of that tension. Um, because like I've had some moments where where some of that tension really has has appeared, and I've been like, well, I don't want to deal with this, and kind of mentioned it, and people been like, cool, like fine, we'll, mm -hmm. we'll back off. Um, and and I think it's really good, and they've got a really good kind of system that there is that social contract of yeah of hey guys what you're in a game yeah. Uh, yeah thank you for reminding me i'm in a game yeah because but i, um, I do want to i do want to ask you about like bleed because mm. obviously it's something that happens in like D D and things like that and i know you said you went to mm. you got a music degree but you said you had a like a, a theater background like a lot of people that do larp and D D, you know mm. they're not when you i assuming you know when you're when you're training to act you're putting yourself in these positions you're putting mm. yourself in these emotions and going right mm. okay and sometimes that can be 
unpleasant and a lot of people that sit around the table playing D&D and people that go LARPing they don't they don't either don't realize they're signing up for it or they just haven't signed up for it and then they put in these situations you know um and I know in the TTRPG community there's been a big push with like safety tools and being like okay what's everyone okay with yeah because sometimes people yeah. are just they don't realize that they can't uh what's going to happen if you go okay I'm going to give you a load of things that you're attached to yeah. and now you come to your home village it's all burned down and they're like Wait, what? And they've never, they've never like purposely, like I'm assuming you would do, you know, if yeah. you're, I've done a li- you know, a little bit of acting, but it's like you, you're purposely putting yourself, you're signing up for it. You're like, I'm going to purposely put my goat go there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the weird thing about Bleed is that it, it's some people obviously in, enjoy that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what I'm, like, that is, it's, it's known as type two fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fun while you're doing it afterwards you go that was freaking awesome man yeah yeah so what 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 would you like what would your advice be to people like going through that because i I always find this Mm. difficult because sometimes Mm. like you say in the moment it's it's emotional or you're Mm. like okay this is this is a sad moment especially with the character depth or even like even like moments with um like the uh godric and mercy had you know Mm, we were talking because you yeah you're talking about uh because obviously you i mean you you, you've already said it you you that you, you knew your true love and then you would yeah. meet again and that's kind yeah. of that's where mercy and godric came <laughs> together because he was like oh well because he, he was having this crisis of oh yeah. shit you know one day i'm not i'm it's not i don't have a story of true love yeah i'm in the middle of a story yeah and it's going to end you know mm-hmm. one way or another it is going to end and he was having that crisis yeah and i had that that kind of bleed because yeah, yeah yeah because you do, I can't do yeah, this yeah, yeah because because yeah i mean yeah it's it's that that's a, it's a that's a real life thing you know yeah, especially yeah, yeah. when i'm when i'm role playing with my actual wife as well mm-hmm. but i enjoyed mm-hmm. it yeah because yeah, yeah. <laughs> i remember i remember you, you were like we dropped to get a character for a minute and you were like thing is right like that's my wife but like that's my <laughs> wife man like <laughs> that's my wife out there like getting panel beaten by people i, yeah. I can't do shit about it it's yeah. my wife yeah yeah i can't i can't i can't be protective and be like oh yeah you know i, I, I can't you got to let her be her without i'm being protective because you know i i don't want you know i don't want it, it could end you know any moment in role play you know if 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 Aronel dies <laughs> Right. Every but, time you go but, charging up into a Druge line without even looking over your bloody shoulder. But, but yeah. why in this context? Why in this context? In my head, sorry, it's hilarious. In my head right now, um, Robin is is Mister Freeze from The Incredibles, <laughs> and you're his wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's going, honey, honey, where is my chainmail? <laughs> well, you are my wife. <laughs> But you know, but again, like out of character, very accurate, I, actually. <laughs> out of character, I didn't expect Robin to actually role play as a character like that either. You know, I, right, I right, it right, was right, yeah. Right. So which was which was where the kind of that little bit of bleed was coming from as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's yeah. What yeah. what would what would you like? Mm. Do, do you? Because like you said, you you when especially when you're doing through Discord. Now I know yeah. it's it's quite easy to. Mm. It, it's it's surprisingly easy actually to, if you're having a role in role play with someone people are very mm. easy to find online aren't they and you can yeah. i had i had a, i had an orc player yeah. that uh we had a little bit of like tense competitive role play and they actually messaged me uh and this oh, was shit. amazing messaged me and was like hey was this cool? uh, that interaction we had you know it was uh, i had fun do you want more of it or do you want less of it and that's yeah, so easy yeah, to yeah. do yeah right 
Yeah. It's that, that's our consent thing, that safety tool that you are bringing into a system. And that's a way of doing it and just making yeah. sure everyone is comfortable and happy. So with uh, talking about bleed, actually, what's uh, you never explained yeah. ball gallon. I feel like I know what it is now that okay. you oh, yeah, yeah, told yeah, okay. that story. Right, I'll, start, right. I'll start with ball ganning first. Yeah. So um, ball ganning is... <clears throat> Is one of those terms that's been reclaimed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in the early day, my understanding of it, and uh, and it is a little bit primitive, and people can shout at me in comments or whatever mm-hmm. and say I'm wrong. But my understanding of it is, um, in the early days of LARP, it was very much, um, uh, 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 very much a boys' club, um, more than it was a girls' club. Not very inclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much a men men wanting to slap each other with swords and be the big hero the big i am and do yeah. fighting and be gritty and adventure yeah and um <laughs> and then 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 women started going but i want to wear a nice pretty dress and come and laugh with you too and and so they came along and fine and then they were like but i want to do dancing and be romantic and and all sorts of things and the big burly men started going, oh, like, why are you doing such, like, light lap? Why are you ball counting with each other? Yeah. And they basically started, like, be- saying that there was a better kind of lap, which is the more gamey lap. And then there was a yeah. softer kind of more role-playing, story-driven side of lap, in, in my view, that um, that is... Frankly, Borgan encompasses quite a lot more because it's not just romantic relationships now, it's platonic mm-hmm. relationships. It's it's those connections, those really deep connections yeah. that you form with people because you get really immersed. And um and it's what it's a term that's now been reclaimed by people that do it quite a lot because it's like, yeah, we are, and what and it's great fun and mm-hmm. everybody loves it. Um, because you know, everyone everyone knows if you're reading a fantasy fiction novel. You, you better mind there's at least one romantic plot arc in it if not well, yeah. you know you can strip the whole book back and it's all about it's all about romance um <laughs> basically yeah. all all, yeah. all books are fundamentally yeah. um yeah so a and lot really um generally if you say it to, to someone what it what it will mean is you're um you're role playing an in character romantic relationship yeah. with someone yeah. else mm-hmm. and and this really kind of it kind of feeds into the whole conversation that we've been having um around um consent and around boundaries and so on mm. um uh, because the way the way it should work um yeah. at a, at a very very base level is um if you're like if you're having a if you're getting on with a character whatever and um either one of you decides actually i think it'd be really interesting if these two characters and there's an important distinction here right mm. it, it, it's generally about players making decisions about the stories that the characters should follow yeah. there is um it can often be misconstrued that um you know because you because that is the case that that you also want to follow through romantically out of character yeah. um i don't i don't know what the stats are on this but my experience is by and large that's not the case by and large people just want to people just want to play silly fantasy um characters that yeah. that have romantic dramas with each other yeah, um, and exactly. and don't in any way shape or form you know a lot most people don't engage physically um yeah like and, said, it's it's, good, it's it's an important storytelling it, human important really, storytelling point, it really isn't is. it, you know yeah um and so what like kind of what happened in in my case um or what has happened what, what i kind of i've i've done in, in things that i've done before is 
you know, I'll just send someone a message or be like, hey, what do you think about doing this? They'll be like, yes, I like the idea. Or no, I don't. Um, I'm not, I don't want to have that kind of game. And then you're like, absolutely fine. No worries at all. Um, if they, if they're like, yeah, let's, let's do this. This actually sounds really cool. be really interesting for the story. Um, you go cool like what are your boundaries in terms of physical touch things this mm -hmm. thing subjects to subjects to avoid um whether you want to kind of be perceived in a sexual way or um or what kind of <clears throat> and so on oh god sorry it's uh it's it's put it's, i had COVID yeah. a few weeks ago and it just comes back oh no oh yeah 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 um do that troubadour's tonic it's yeah weird. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah okay I'll, I'll i'll send you some, send me some yeah. <laughs> um so just tea. <laughs> it's just it's, it's just, just tea. dave what, it's just tea i don't care it's great um anyway so you have this kind of conversation about boundaries you're like cool go let like let's let's kind of see where this goes see what happens um and it's really really kind of good practice and this is kind of I, i'm now melding the answer to two questions what is ball gowning and what is your advice right because mm -hmm. it's really really good practice to have um to regularly check in with the people that you're ball gowning with and and when i say regularly check in i mean like how do you think this is going yeah, yeah. are there any boundaries you want to change um you know whether whether that's you kind of want to open up more boundaries or you want to kind of tighten things or like do you want to stop doing this and we can work some way out kind of in the background yeah. Yeah. that's the, the the really real advantage of there being you know three three months in game time between events uh three months is a long time for a himbo bar to find someone else to, to romance <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, when when the whole of dawn is no um there's <laughs> <laughs> loads of fish in that scene yeah. uh I mean, Astalat's a, a wide place. Yes. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, and you can kind of go, okay, um, what, like, what do you need to change? What wasn't working? And and by doing that, you're having this constant conversation, and you kind of make a social contract. But it's really important to kind of make it explicit and go, look, if at any time anything isn't working, just like put your hand in the air, drop out of character, it's totally fine. <laughs> and and it's almost kind of like expected that that might happen at some point. Yeah. Um, in my experiences, though, like I've been comfortable enough with the people I've been borganning with that um, that that dropping out of character and putting, I don't need to put my hand in the air because we can tell when we're just talking as us or when we're just talking as our characters. Yeah. Um, because we talk in different ways, or particularly certain people talk in very different ways at me. Um, yeah. or mercy, I should say. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of like that. That gives an overview of what ball gowning is, which is kind of why I was saying what you and Robin are doing is ball gowning. Because oh, yeah. even though, yeah. even though you are actually married, um, by dint of the fact that your characters have an in-character relationship and you have like in-character worries and concerns and emotions for the between the characters um and and it, it's strange i guess because you know I, I'll, I'll go on to the question really about bleed as well mm. um but you guys have an interesting case of bleed right because yeah your 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 bleed is 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 this is my wife and mm. uh, and i have all the emotions for her that i have for her as my wife but she's also my betrothed in character yeah. and how do i deal with that um I, I, God knows. Uh, no, it, it's the it, real it's answer. It's a weird one as well, though, because yeah. I see Arnell and Godric's relationship very different from mine and Oliver's relationship. Functional. And that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not commenting on that. Nope. Well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I, I, I think I think we we've never actually discussed like like specific time frames, but yeah, Godric and Arnell haven't been together. 
Mm. They've known they've actually known each other since childhood, which we haven't, but mm. we've obviously been mm. together for a long time. We we've married a while. I was gonna you say know? you don't really have a Scottish lilt, I'm afraid. No, no, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding, Robin? Oh <laughs> uh, god. Um no, but, uh, actually, Robin, you, your Scottish accent is is one of the uh, the prime examples of um, of someone saying do a Scottish accent, and then you you're replying, which one of the three hundred Scottish accents do you oh want God, me to right. do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I will say though, I think I don't think Robin. I hope you don't mind me like saying on the podcast, but I'm pretty sure we have before. Like Robin and I spoke at length uh, about mm. this before going. We didn't read the read the wiki. We wanted to screw the game, but Honestly, I mean, screw, screw the wiki mouse too big. <laughs> but obviously, we, we did have the you know the uh, we had the benefit of obviously playing loads of tabletop, you know, and D and D and things yeah. like that. And yeah, sometimes, especially if you're into the role play, which we both are, you know, cat uh, and character romances have come up, and we yeah. have discussed what we're comfortable with in TTRPGs and what we're not, especially when there's been times where we've both been playing in different games. Sometimes we're yeah. playing yeah. in the, the 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 same, you know, the same games, and our characters have, uh, you know, different different preference, sexual preferences, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we were, and we were very hot on like we had a bad experience, a couple of bad experiences in TTRPGs, unfortunately, where safety tools weren't in- implemented. So coming into LARP, we we had a little bit of a okay, we yeah. we we know we have to discuss this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we 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 basically laid out what what's okay. Yeah, and what's not okay, you know. At the end of the day, like TTRPGs, very, very much. It's kind of like we were saying earlier. It's a different ball game. You're in a. It's very easy to be like, yeah, these are just imaginative fantasies. That's kind of Mm -hmm. that. Like that's that's acceptable human human kind of subconscious behavior Mm -hmm. or even conscious behavior. As soon as you're like, you're in a field with real people, uh, you're like, "Mm, oh, that's a lot more complicated. There's a whole other level of complex, right? Um, because really particularly is. when people often LARP as versions of themselves, um, that's a bit, ooh, mm, fun yeah. times. So yeah, yeah I, I, and kind of that that can be one of the tricky things. Although I know I know plenty of players in the in the field that have um, that have in character relationships and are married to other people who also have yeah. other in character relationships, and mm-hmm. um, they, I guess they kind of get very good at kind of knowing what those boundaries are and and kind of being able to talk about them um and kind of understanding it as it's all just a game and it's all just a story however those people that i'm talking about have been larping for years and uh, i would not necessarily Mm -hmm. um i i would I, i wouldn't want to be in a situation where i was new to larp and uh and married and we're just kind of going to go yeah we can have in character relationships with other people because i i think there's a there's not necessarily insecurity in you know in, in a given relationship more yeah. so insecurity in what the hell i'm doing in larp right you kind of got to you can't yeah. run before you walk especially if you try yeah trying to find your feet only because obviously i can't mm. i can't speak for uh people that have been doing a long time they're just oh yeah i've got an in character an in character wife like you said and they, they've yeah. probably gone through all that and they and they they maybe have the experience and they know that you know yeah. they're just they're kind of used to it. but i kind of highlight our example because yeah if they if, if someone comes into larp and they see uh yeah people having these different relationships in role play and then people like rob and myself having that relationship in role play mm-hmm. 
people might then just go, oh, I assume that this is totally okay for me to go and proposition this person yeah. and start this in role play, you know, yeah. with because we are putting up, we're putting out there, oh yeah, this is this is our role yeah. play. People aren't seeing the messages that yeah. Godric and Mercy are sending between each other, being like, oh, so is it okay if we explore this role play more? Yeah, they just yeah, yeah. see us doing it and they're like, oh, it's yeah. totally okay then to walk up to someone and yeah. and, and and do a theatrical, you know, yeah. slap across the face of a gauntlet. It's like, yeah you know but yeah don't, that don't. might not be the best example but you know it's no it's no that, that no, type of thing no. that could be skirting the I edge mean, of something please oc ask someone if you can actually <laughs> slap them with a gauntlet and then have a ref nearby and preferably someone from medical because they might get a broken nose yes. um yeah. but you're what you're saying is is absolutely mm. right mm. um and i uh, it's very easy very easy to to kind of slip up and i think it's one of those things that um that while difficult, I think it needs to be forgivable, um, yes. particularly with new players. I think mm -hmm. you need to go, look, I'm like, I totally get what you're saying. You're excited. You're doing this. You're seeing this. But um, you can only learn to be a better player by screwing up. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah. you can only, it's like life, I, without getting too philosophical, you can only yeah. learn to be a better person in yeah. life by, uh -huh. by by making mistakes um that's why that's why we are the apex predator um mm. that's why we're that's why humans won we, that's why we've won the evolutionary race is because we learn from our we can learn from our, yeah. our mistakes yes. and yes you're absolutely right in, in the moment you're like oh god this is like this is awful i hate these people you take yeah you take six weeks out of that you take a step back you sit mm. down you go do you know what like that i get it i know why that happened and the other person goes oh no i'm so sorry this is awful yeah like i'm not gonna do that again i know what i now need to do and i think there can be an element of it as well particularly you're like if you're so in the moment you're like oh, i don't want to break their immersion by being like hey are you oc cool if i do this but you know actually if you know you want to do that and without getting into too much conversation about nordic larp systems um it's um because i have opinions about them um yeah i, I have no I've not much it, idea it, about them at all you, you might want to uh, yeah it's, it's something to, to research something mm -hmm. to kind of um talk more widely about but they do quite a lot of workshopping before they run their laps okay. particularly in smaller systems and what i mean by workshopping they talk they do um, lots of workshops on around kind of consent and they have um periods of time where you kind of you're with all the people that you're going to be lapping with and you have very explicit conversations hey i'm i i know your they basically they provide you with characters and then the story then they kind of you know the rough outlines right. of the story as you're going into it yeah um okay. so you're like you you your character you can be like hey you i want to have these kinds of interactions with your character what are you okay with what are you not and then at some point over the weekend you start having you have those interactions and you you're able to do that without having to check in with them just beforehand mm -hmm. and yeah. you've got that 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 can drive behind you and it can be actually be, be so much more immersive mm -hmm. so if i know that uh, this isn't going to happen mm -hmm. by the way but for example if i know that mercy wants to challenge godric for uh um Arunel's hand in marriage i would i would message you like weeks in advance be like hey dude um yeah can, can <laughs> hey dude can can i can i do this as a cool yeah. piece of drama yeah i fully intend to like uh, even if i to be honest i do it as a it was a cool piece of drama fully intending to let you panel beat me in the glory square and yeah. win yeah. um because it's a good spectacle because i love making game for other people mm -hmm. um in that i but in that i like causing trouble 
but we'll get to that. We'll get to causing <laughs> trouble because we're not even got to causing trouble yet. Um, but yeah, so there's that. But I'm gonna that's go. Fun, by the way, isn't it? That like, is that's, fun. That's, yeah, that's yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. But the, the, those back and forwards through messages, be like, oh yeah, you know, I'm yeah. thinking about this, and that mm. that just sparks imagination. You know? now, 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 now there is a there is a part of me. There is an alternative universe somewhere where I've where I'm going. Note to self: text Oliver about this because I now <laughs> want to be panel beaten in the Glory Square. Um, for all it, for, for actually, for what it's worth, for, for what it's worth, I'm already having. I'm already being oh. physically beaten up in the Glory Square um, by someone at E1. It's fine. Um, we but like for, we're talking row seats, yeah. fisticuffs and grappling. Um, we're gonna have like wrestling stuff nearby. Mm. Um, okay what else would you expect over a woman um <laughs> although it's it's in all fairness it's someone misunderstanding something that not even misunderstanding it's someone reading far too many steps into something that mercy said as a yeah. pass away anyway besides the point oh so you're telling us it's not mercy's fault mercy doesn't think it's mercy's fault <laughs> <laughs> We will um, definitely be front row seating. Please that. do. Um, <laughs> no, to kind of, I just want to make sure that I've answered your question as well because it's a really important question to, to mm. answer fully. So, to go back to the way back to the question about bleed. Um, yeah, I've I've had it in two contexts, and there are really two two big contexts that that you can have it in. You can have it in terms of um, in terms of romance and in terms of anger, anger, and I've had it in both, and. For me, when when it happened to me in a romantic context, I like had a mini panic attack in my head. I was like, oh my god, no, this is the bleed that everyone told me about and to be aware of, and now I don't know what to do with it. And then like I took I took myself aside for five minutes and thought, right, okay, Dave, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know those emotions you just kind of felt that whole like chemicals that went through your bodies and yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know how you're quite a good actor and um and when you get into something you, you really can get into it yeah um and you know how you're just in a really really intense moment of role play where you were your the thoughts that were going through your head yeah at the time yeah were actually the thoughts that mercy was having yeah so you know when you felt that emotion yeah that wasn't yours it didn't belong to you and i went oh shit right okay that makes sense now it's not it wasn't um, it wasn't Dave having those emotions it, it, in in the same sense. It wasn't Dave's consciousness that was having those emotions. And to the point, it wasn't Dave's consciousness, the consciousness that was having those emotions about the other player. It was Dave's consciousness that was having those emotions. It was it was it was Mercy living in Dave's subconscious mm -hmm. <laughs> that was having those emotions about a character that doesn't exist that's yeah. played by another physical human being. <laughs> and I think only because I broke it down that far was I able to go, oh, okay, this actually makes so much sense, like yeah. psychologically what's going on here. And I think it's very, I find it really, really neurologically interesting. Well, I mean, because that that's more of a that's more of a complicated yeah. e example because one of the one of the ones that's common is anger and frustration. I haven't actually yeah. had it in LARP yet, but anger and frustration at like the the D D table. Yeah. And you're like, I'm playing this really? paladin. This paladin believes this. Yeah. And you're like, I'm actually getting worked up here, and I'm yeah. I'm on purpose yeah. playing contrary to what 
Oliver's belief system is. Actually, but I'm are, actually getting angry. <laughs> there are three. There are three kinds. I've just remembered the third. Yeah. I get onto the third, but the anger one is yeah. is is the anger one's really weird because mm. I'm not an angry person at all like and almost to the point where it may be slightly problematic um <laughs> how unangry i am um but i mm. i wouldn't necessarily call it anger I'd definitely call it frustration um definitely call it um effectively the will to be right um yeah. Yeah, yeah actually, no, I was pissed. I, I was pissed off because someone was just mm. being an asshole. I see, mm. completely. I see. Yeah, I was having an basically an argument with a noble about why I was doing my test of metal, what it means to be noble, what like why they did their test of metal. Actually, that they don't serve the nation in the way that they're supposed to be serving them. Blah blah blah. We were all going for half an hour at each other's throats, and it was like he was being such a like I see being such a. Um and <laughs> and it was really funny because I had a lot of my friends and my OC and IC friends around me just kind of like what's going up? Where's the fucking popcorn? Like this is this is gold. Mm. And it got to a point where like someone put their hands on my shoulder and it was like, Mercy, it was like, yeah. It was like, you're never gonna win, you know that right. And I just went, Yeah, I know. It was like, so just like let him win i was like yeah all right like, because we've got time and i was like yeah, okay. <laughs> but i really felt it and it's really funny i used to do um like model un stuff in in school yeah and that's a that good example actually yeah yeah that particular yeah. frustration i used to do mock trial stuff as well um it's basically proto larping right um yeah. <laughs> I, I so i i remember that emotion that i had while i was having that conversation with him when he was being like absolutely like no this is the this is the way that it is i'm like but it's not don't you think about this like this and this and this and this i remember i was there having that conversation with him and i was like oh my god i've had this emotion before this is what i felt when i was in a room with 60 delegates from across the world <laughs> and i was playing like, why oh, does god. no one care about mexico <laughs> well i was i was i was oh god it was it was uh it was awful like i was playing um i gotta be really careful actually with what i say now um i, I was playing a nation that had particular views on women's rights yeah, that yeah. Are, are slightly untoward mm-hmm and um and i and the debate was about women's rights um oh, and i was being yeah. adamant that like it was one way and not another um and i like i had all of these voices coming left right and center no one's listening to me and i was like, oh my god i've felt this before and it is really weird yeah. um but and you kind of do get that bleed but also you kind of get that there is a sense of satisfaction there is a a catharsis in being like i got this emotion out but it doesn't matter yeah yeah and i i made sure then as like when it happened like when it kind of all cooled down like i, I caught the guy at the toilet so i was like hey like are we cool he's like dude like yeah, yeah. this is great let's yeah. do more of this i was like i've got a nemesis now yes yeah. everyone needs a nemesis everyone needs a nemesis <laughs> the um Pardon, oh, this bur burpee makes me gassy. No beer makes me gassy. This isn't even real beer. Um, I'm not drinking at the what? moment. This is this is alcohol-free beer. <gasps> Some alcohol-free beers are good. Wow. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, I hope you don't want a sponsorship from uh, from Lucky Saint. Um, because honestly, 
um i've tasted better alcohol free they're they're claiming to be the best the the uk's number one superior unfiltered Ooh. lager Ooh. um I, yeah do you know what it's mm. it's pretty good um, yeah. But the Peroni zero percent actually tastes like Peroni and is delicious. Like I've oh. heard, the Peroni is good. The the, yeah. the um, uh, oh man, what's I want to try the, 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 the Heineken tiny... zero. The, they're Heineken really good. Zero is quite good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to try um Tiny Rebel. They're a brewery in mm. Wales. Yeah. Um, yeah. They tiny do Rebel are um, pretty great. Club Tropica. Um, yeah. That yeah. they have an alcohol free version of that apparently, uh, and I want to try that. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. know Tony Rebel. We're, Robin and I are uh, uh, big fans, big beer we're, fans. We're, we're, we're IPA hipsters. So. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah, we're, the, oh, the, we're, could, we're oh. those type. We're those. I, you know, I, 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 I used, used to have a beer fifty two subscription. Yeah. Oh, nice. I, yeah. I used to, I used to work in a in a brewery in a um, oh uh, yeah in a, a hipster brewery. And... <laughs> I mean, a, 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 a kind of microbrewery that is no longer a microbrewery. But yeah, I, <laughs> they, I, they got I, too popular. I went I went to Bristol University. Uh, I lived in Bristol for four years. I know exactly what microbreweries are. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway to get back to get back to my point um yeah so anger being the second bleedy emotion um and i i think really the one with anger is anger is a selfish very selfish emotion um and it's very much a case of recognizing when you need to time yourself out and just go and chill and do nothing and go cool it's just a game we're fine the third emotion is sorrow yeah. and yeah. oh yeah. my god oh my god I, this is just it was the most incredible moment of of LARP but um, the most perhaps the most devastating um, so Mercy made really good friends at the at Wintermarker really good friends um, mm -hmm. and, and kind of their hall and um, their they kind of like gave her a favor they exchanged artworks with each other um as in like she made an artwork of him and he made a song for her um and every time you know she'd go off to fight he'd be like oh don't get yourself killed blah, that sort of thing anyway um e3 was the horrific donut of death in wintermark and she has very very she had very distinct um uh, lineage trappings and i remember being there like because we were we were playing the barbarians we were yeah i remember stand yeah i remember standing there and, and watching everyone go past and thinking i didn't see the horns oh, i must have just missed them anyway i got back to camp and started doing it um taking my clothes up and all the clothes <laughs> so I'm taking my it was really hot actually you know i probably did change so shirt hot, to yeah. be fair um started taking armor off or whatever and um like I poured a drink in, in our group tent and I sat down and uh no, I didn't sit down. I was stood up and uh my earl came in, he said, Mercy, you're gonna want to sit down for this. And I like I took a seat, like my butt hit the seat and I went, Oh, come on, who's died? And he said the name. And I and I just bolted. I like full sprint across the field. And her hall was stood outside their tent and they turned to me, they look and they shake their head and I literally fell to my knees and I just screamed. And it was all I could do to stop myself from crying. And then um, someone else kind of came up and, and said some words to Mercy kind of, um, I interestingly kind of uh, I, that event I'd done 
a uh, Twilight Masquerade, um, all to understand, funnily enough, to understand connections with people, to understand, um, I've I done it as a, uh, uh, in, as a drow gear, um, yes. to kind of, to face, um, to kind of face Mercy's fear about winter magic, mm-hmm. um, to, yeah, un- try and understand death more um, and dealing with that. And but also to you know to have deeper connections with people because draggy have this thing where um they uh, people that are close to them become like a pack and they become incredibly intensely protective over them. Mm-hmm. And she was part of Mercy's pack, and it was all I could do to not cry. And I was like holding it in, holding it in, and I was Dave. Dave wasn't there anymore. It, like just he checked out. Um, yeah. and I was just walking, and it was like something had been ripped away from me. And like members of my house, like walk past, they're like, "Mercy, are you, like, like, are you okay?" I was like, "Don't, like, I need to go and find someone." And um, the the person who cast Twilight Masquerade on me was also a priest, and we discussed why I, I was doing it. Um, and I knelt down at the campfire, and they were in a deep conversation with someone, and I was just sitting there, and she was like, "I'm really sorry, someone has just sat down at my camp, and I think they need me." And they pulled me to one side and said, do you need to go somewhere private? And I was like, yeah. Um, and we sat down. And I just burst into tears while I told her the story. I was crying. She was crying. And I I was like, I, I, can't, I can't remember what I said. Um, but she like turned to me and she was like, take like the lessons that you wanted to learn you're you've learned them in a way that i could never imagine that you would and i think this is perhaps the most virtuous casting of twilight masquerade which i've ever seen and like made me cry more and i just you know we kind of had a hug and i formed a bond with that person again that was um uh really really deep and kind of rooted in in kind of complex story and emotions and I, i've done this in several places and several times mm-hmm. across the field it's interesting though because as, as one friend dies another one comes into your life i remember just walking away being like holy crap it feels like someone's actually died yeah yeah um, it's pretty powerful it really is yeah uh, that that might actually be a a bit of a a shock i mean especially i know i know people go just go for it in dawn as well mm. um but i think it it could possibly be a shock for someone coming to LARP for the first time mm. i don't know what it's like at other LARP systems but i know empire like you know death is take is mm. that people get really into the uh the it's morning really role play yeah you know right. and it yeah that that can hit hard people might be coming to the weekend being like oh it's all going to be we're going to run around we're going to drink uh drink alcohol and hit people yeah. with swords and they might not be expecting that but that's um i mean i was kind of ex- yeah. i was i was kind of expecting it anyway with um with dawn and i just as a person anyway yeah, yeah, like yeah. i am i cry at every film don't i robin even just you like, really do and that's the thing it's not really that... a film that i don't cry at. Oh, then, yeah I would every, probably cry at Jackass film. or something. I do. <laughs> I, I am also like... a crier. It's fine. But the thing is, I'm I'm not. And... You've got to have the one person in the relationship that isn't a, isn't a crier. <laughs> oh no, there's sometimes the, it's like the most touching, beautiful thing ever. I'm like, and I turn around and Rom's just like, 
yawning, looking at the phone. Seeing that, it's like, yeah, I'm 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 not really much of a crier or anything. Mm. And then I didn't expect to ever like have like I was I witnessed all these things things every single event, you know, Mm. E1, two, and three, watching people, watch people cry and things like that. And I'm like, oh my Mm. gosh, it's so emotional. Nothing. 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 And it wasn't till E4 when we were finishing our test of metal and I was standing there and I was um I, I think I was slightly concussed, but I was, I was gonna say you had just been hit in the head, haven't you? <laughs> I was saying everything to Godric, and I felt at that moment that I like you just said there, and that's what really resonated with me there. Like I wasn't Robin anymore. Mm. I was I was RNL and I was there and I was just like the tears coming down my face and I could feel them. And I was like, mm. oh my gosh, I'm crying. This is this is this is new. And then it was like so emotional and there was so much and mm. whenever I think back to that moment I don't picture myself and Oliver yeah. I picture Aronel and Godric right. and I yeah. picture you like something totally different and yeah. it's yeah it's I mean so there's, there's a reason why I find it really difficult um to talk about the things I've done at Empire and to remember to say that Mercy did this yes because i i'm always i'm always there and it was always actually no i did this like this is the thing that i did Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's really hard it's really hard and it's really strange um but it's it's kind of one of those wonderful things and i think like it's lamp is one of those hobbies where you you get out what you put in and if you just kill self-consciousness and go, we're all in a field, we all look a bit silly. If I watch this on camera, I probably think that, uh, you know, I I look like a, a, an idiot, even even though that I know I look quite good in the photos that get taken <laughs> of me. Photos are very different to filming. Um, <laughs> but as soon as you start going, everyone's doing this and we're doing this together, yeah. Within ten minutes, to the first five to ten minutes are a bit jarring. Mm. Then within fifteen minutes, you're like, like you're running around a field finding someone, and you're finding that person, but you know that person as a character. You hear time and time again people going, "Yeah, I know this person. No idea what their out of character name is, um, but I know the character." Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a load of people like that. I have yeah. a load of people that I know. I know them from their kit. Oh if they walk gosh. past me in the street, I would. Just... Seriously, no, no I've spent months trying to find this bloody winter marker. <laughs> Honestly, like, I, um, I'm still going on about this winter marker. I will find them. So hilariously, <laughs> um, there is a there's an orc who's unfortunately the orc has now passed away. The, the player's fine, um, but <laughs> he he messaged me on Facebook once because I I put a call out asking for some armor repairs to be done. He's like, "What do you need?" Message me on Facebook like, "What do you need?" I was like, "Oh, this, this, and this, and this." Um, and then I suddenly realised. I had to find him at E2, but I didn't know what he looked like because I'd never seen him without an orc mask on. Never mind the fact that I find it very difficult to distinguish between orcs as it is because because their faces all just look like green blob to my head um, well, until talk, you focus for a bit. Talk to Robin because Robin, <laughs> hang on. I'm, Do you I'm keep getting, doing that? We, 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 no, no, we, 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 I'm pretty sure we, we talk so much now. I have no idea what's been recorded. What hasn't. <laughs> We'll tell it again. Uh, well, why don't you tell it? So Robin has a real like. She, I, she, I, she'll I have an get... issue with faces. Okay, yeah. I can't distinguish um, faces People. very well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If there's a load of um, 
men, for example, of a similar age, of yeah. similar hair tones, I will I'll struggle to oh, remember who is who. Oh, Robin's literally turned around and been like, and she's not rec- like, she's like, oh, is that that person? I'm like, no, the person you're talking about was at our wedding. How can you think that that person is that person? <laughs> I can't do it. But with the Imperial Arcs. Yeah. Nothing. I know all of them. Oh, really? Yeah. I can tell the difference <laughs> between does. them wow. from, from, from just a quick glance an image or from a quick passing and i'm like oh yeah. that's you such and such, oh, such, such oh yeah sky why such and such oh my god <laughs> yeah i don't know what oh, it that's is that's iron tide such and such that's I'm like, crazy what <laughs> well i think the, it's been the... cool for me because it's the first time in my life i've been able to, to distinguish that well, yeah 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 <laughs> imperial orcs <laughs> Oh, you just, everyone just needs to to adapt and have an, an orc mask now in real life. Just so and that that's what I vote. need. And yeah, I think it's yeah. because although the base orc masks all are very much the same or similar, the each kit's one of them does a different. Yeah. Well, it's it's a markings. lot of them do a different like paint. Yeah, it's the markings and yeah, the hair yeah, yeah. features, and then the color of their like of their wraps. Yeah, that together is enough for me to be able yeah. to distinguish them. What? that's it <laughs> to me to be honest this this actual the orc it took me a while before i actually it's funny because i only recognize him to begin with so i've met him at a very small player event in late 2021 uh-huh. and then i met him next at e1 in character the only reason i knew who it was was because he calls mercy precious and he just uh... went hello precious <laughs> and i was like hello what's your name again <laughs> um and and i kind of i the few interactions i then had to start recognizing as soon as it gets dark or anything in that orc camp i'm gone you can imagine me then at e4 when i finally can recognize him finally know his name rock up and i like go into the orc camp and I'm like hey i'm here to find this person they're like cool he's just through there went for a walk and i was like no he's not and he goes hello precious i'm like why is your face white and he's like our faces go white when we get old and i went Oh, uh, <laughs> and we were learning right. about this actually. We were learning yeah. that they get they go old like they go old overnight. Like so, mm. they they don't just slowly like age. They just yeah. they just turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, fine. Um, but yeah, it took me a while. It took me it took me a long while. Um, yeah. oh god, there was something we were going to talk about that I've forgotten. Um, I mentioned it. I was like, oh, we'll talk about that later. And it's gone now. Barely talked about the cheeky things that Mercy had gotten up to, I believe, like the mischievous things. I think, I think. Oh yes, it was. was. Yes. (laughs) Yes. No, making trouble. Right. If we if we can talk if we talk about any one final thing, right? Mm. Um, is is making game and making making game and causing trouble. Um, there is so much to be said. Um, (laughs) well. I'm gonna be really careful how I how I phrase this, but mm-hmm. I think because we come from it's twofold. We come from a, a very now Discord Discord online dopamine driven um, world of expectations with regards to Empire because that's what we had for so long. Um, because we have a lot of tabletop RPGs where you get these big moments and you're the main character, and and it's your story to solve. It's your problem. You're the plot. There is a lot of the player base um, that I've noticed that go i want to get this i want to get the big plot and i want to get it now and that's the only way that i can win the game and it's the only way that i can feel satisfied it's the only way i can get that release of dopamine is if i solve the big problems and i'm like 
that's going to take a long time, and I don't have the mental resources to do this. I can't be asked. And this field is so saturated with people doing that. I'm like, I don't want to get involved in that rat race. Um, and as a consequence, I, I do one of two things. Um, I've, I've often been called a catalyst by Dungeon Masters before. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll do one of two things. One, I'll go up to someone that I know is important and I know that knows me and go, like, you got anything for me to do? Um, or like, or hey, you there, Cardinal, can you anoint me? Um and just run with it and see what they want want you to do or whatever because then you get you effectively get a side quest but in yeah. empire a side quest is your whole weekend yeah and is, yeah. and i think that's what more people need to realize is that yeah. you're like fundamentally you're you will get the big plot eventually but right now as a new player no one knows who you are and nobody cares um so you've got to make people care and make people know who you are yes you can do that very quickly if you chase the game in, in a particular particular way um and some people have, have have been very successful at doing that but from an outside perspective to me it does often look like it's forced and it does often look like i want to get this big game so i'm going to put myself in this position so that i can get this big game yeah and you can whereas, ruffle feathers that way as well yeah you can you in can character and out of character in character and out of character <laughs> yeah. whereas for me what like what matters to me most is it feeling natural and getting to that point naturally i've got ideas that i want to be an archmage in the future i've got ideas that i want to be the high bard or be a cardinal <laughs> lol um but i don't want to do them all at once i don't want to do them all straight away i want to get there because i bloody deserve to be there i want to mm. get there because as a player i deserve to now have that moment in that position of power where i have the genuine respect and authority of people around me and how do you do that you get yourself some side quests and that's the that's the causing trouble um side of uh, side of things and um and frankly that's 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 one of my favorite things to do and i, I want to do more of that this year i went up to someone at e1 i went up to um the then cardinal of vigilance and i said hey can you anoint me forgetting that the the cardinal of vigilance um at the time the character was <laughs> Ever so slightly evil, um, and I didn't ask me what anoint. I didn't ask him what anointment I wanted from him. He just anointed me, and long and short was like, I anoint you with the price of vigilance. It's like cool. It's like I will name a thing in this anointment, and you have to relentlessly seek out that thing. Um, no holds barred. Like whatever it takes. Mm, yeah, you do this thing. He was like, yeah. I understand that there is potentially um, uh, beginnings of a hate cult in the marches, and I want you to root out the perpetrators of that hate cult and bring them to me and bring them to justice. And I was like, cool. And so I did. I went around the marches, uh, all around the marches, and I asked them all, I was like, oh, what do you feel about love? And they were like, oh, it's... It, 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 I described the feelings of me. It was like, oh, yeah, I've been there, done that. <laughs> Until I came across one person that said, oh, what do you think about love? And they went, oh, you mean that awful acidic feeling in, in, your, in your throat when you kind of like see something you like and i was like yeah what how would you describe the opposite of that feeling they were like oh, that lovely warm and butterfly feeling in your stomach i was like cool and i ran and i found this kind of vigilance i was like i found a person i found the person with the uh, the hate cult i found them and he was like i was he was like where i was like in the marches so he was like okay i was like do you want me to accost them and bring them back he was like yes mercy go and i was like cool and i ran and i didn't have any armor at the time I had a sword, um, and I walked into the marches, 
and I saw one person that I knew knew this other person, or no, that I knew and had met before. And I pulled my sword out, gesticulated, pointed towards them, and I said, "Where is this person?" And then I had five halberds like at my throat. I had a knife at my back. I got taken down to like one hit point. I was disarmed, and I had six marchers being like, "Get the heck out of here, or we're gonna kill you and put your body in a bag." And I was like. Can I lose my sword back, please? Happily, there was a member of the militia nearby who was like, give him his sword back. And then he turned to me and went, you better fucking run. And I ran. I was like, I was like, can't the vigilance, can't the vigilance. What? They attacked me. And he stood up and everyone just, and, and the whole assemb- wisdom, assemb- virtuous, um, vigilance assembly stood up and we, he picked up people along the way and we marched into the marches. And it was all, it was all my fault. That was the, that was the first two hours of E1 I nearly got killed. Yeah. It was, it's, um, that's fascinating hearing I, that story because I, I, I heard about yeah, the story, story in character from, <laughs> from, from Mercy so and other sources. It, it but... gets better. Uh-huh. Um, transpires then later that evening, there was a group of marchers walking around in full clank, like not necessarily looking for me, but looking to find where I was so that they weren't there. But I was at the camp of the Cardinal of Vigilance at the time. Um, I ju- literally, I'd just gone to the loo and I came back and I'm, I kind of put my cloak, had my cloak on and um, had my flower crown on my head. And as I approached the camp, I could see these, these armoured marchers and one of the people from the camp like comes up to me really close he's like no no no, you do not want to be here right now I'm like why he's like they're looking for you i'm like shit he's like yeah like run and i like threw i like degirded myself i threw threw my flower crown on the floor i like hood up assassin's creed style wrap my cloak <laughs> around me and i i spent the rest of the evening i went i was like cool i got a friend in wintermark let's go to wintermark and they weren't there i was like shit um i got someone i know in the navarre let's go to the navarre so i, I went to navarre they went there i was like shit i was leaving the navarre i was like mm, conclave there's people i know in conclave right now and if they're wearing clank they can't get into conclave clever right um let's find a way to shit conclave's the other side of the field across a load of open <laughs> ground and i have no protection <laughs> So I was like, oh, fine. I'll hire a Bravo or something. Like, I was near the league. Um, and, like, I was asking around and no one was there. I was like, fine, I guess I'll just sneak my way there. So I, like, hood up and walked along. Ended up walking alongside these four guys. Um, and I, I had my hood up and Assassin's Creed style blended in with them. And I was really hungry at this point. And these guys went into Moorish. And they were like, oh, we're going to go get food. I was like, cool. So I was like, cool, I'm going to fucking go into Moorish with them. Um, anyway, they were talking. They mentioned they were mercenaries. And I went, hey, I'm looking for some people to, to be my protection. I paid them a throne to walk me from Moorish to Conclave. And it was it was hilarious. It, was, it wasn't hilarious. It was brilliant. One of the most amazing bits of roleplay I think I've had all year was we ate dinner together it was lovely made some new friends cool guys whatever we got up we left moorish as soon as we leave moorish the four people were one two like it was me one two three four like around me in a, in a, in a kind of figure <laughs> yeah of four. and we we're walking 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 the captain of, of this kind of and it turns out he's the captain of the navarre skirmish crew yeah um oh, the, nice. this this guy like sees a couple more people that they know and they went I, uh, you, you, and you, you, and you, I need a figure of six around this individual now. Don't ask any questions. Don't say anything. And I had a full on presidential, like, <laughs> bodyguard suite around me yeah. um, with my hood up, like, walking through. They got me into Conclave, but two of them actually came into Conclave with me and they put their hands on my shoulders and they went, Before we let you go into Conclave, 
what did you do? <laughs> and I told that whole story and it was brilliant. And, and I didn't yeah. see them all evening, but honestly, like causing trouble, one of the most amazing things. And I'll, I guess on the flip side, which I made game for an entire nation, right? Yeah. In just one stupid mistake, um, because I thought this will be a fun thing to do, right? But in terms of like making game for other people, I mean, I mean, I, I can't even count the amount of times that I've done that. But it's just so satisfying when you're when you sit there and you go look at the chaos that I've caused. I did. I I decided to do a silly thing. I poked at the game, and the game's kind of just exploded. Yeah. And everyone's worried about the big sweeping plot arcs across the empire. I'm like, that's well, nice and wonderful, and it's a good story. But it's nowhere near as satisfying as pissing off the entirety of the marches because you drew a sword out once and said you were looking for someone that they liked pretty much. Yeah, because that's the thing that the best the best LARP stories come from people's personal experiences is this that yeah. oh yeah we were sat in a tent and we discussed this it's not yeah. it's not a it's not like oh i mean it's obviously interesting when you're sitting there talking about what's happening in the campaign oh yeah you know the, this is happening with the barons this is happening yeah, with yeah, that yeah. and that's that's the outer campaign you know yeah. and what you're going to get from it but the best tales are and it's very personal as well and i yeah. understand what you mean about i mean it's almost like like in D D, it's like the the matt mercer effect isn't it people like look and go oh yeah i want to I totally want to do what those people are doing and they come and they're like, oh, I totally want to storm Conclave because I heard this yeah. other character did. Uh, yeah. And that's not always the case. But And sometimes <laughs> when you're doing something, you're like, nah. And then when you tell it back, and that's what I love yeah. about, yeah, uh, yeah, frothing about LARP because sometimes you yeah. don't realize yeah, how definitely. freaking awesome it is until you yeah, start yeah, 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 retelling yeah. the story and then you realize that all this these is a people, real story exactly, and e yeah. literally every single person in that field has one. Doesn't matter if you think yeah. that you you're doing nothing all weekend, yeah. you have one. And like you yeah. say, notoriety exactly. is definitely a thing. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. To get you plot because yeah. that will yeah. get you plot. And and I think the fundamental. Oh, sorry, Robin, do you want to say something? I don't know. I was just going to say, like, I was going to ask you, like, so you did all that literally e one. Yeah, two hours in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> As I thought I misheard you at first yeah, when you were yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, E1. I was like, no way. I, I peaked Freaking pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> surely, surely not peaked. I surely. did. I wasn't, I, it wasn't. It, it was, I set myself a bar and went, that's the bar I need to hit every time because that was incredible. That's what um, you need to do. Though. But I mean, I, I, so, the, and I think the fundamental crux, like to, to kind of wrap that whole thing up what you were just saying about but you can sit there and go oh, well i want to go in and do this i want to go in and 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 march conclave because someone has before i want to go in and and do a thing in this because i've heard this story i want to do this i want to do that i want to do the other um that's all well and good but you can only do that if the opportunity arises yeah and it's far better far more fun far more immersive and far less time consuming to play the game reactively than to play it proactively and what you're doing there is you're trying to play the game proactively you're trying to play it like someone that's got a strategy the problem is that the the best plans fail at first contact with the enemy yeah and yeah. and actually what i prefer to do is go all right i i've got some vague goals that i want to hit and they're mostly out of character goals like my test of metal i have no idea if it's going to succeed i i <laughs> i sent an email to matt p i was like matt can i just double check that this is mechanically possible uh, and he replied saying, "This this is mechanically possible. Yeah. Um, good luck. This is the hardest test of metal I've ever seen, but it's yeah. also really epic. Um, so, like, I really want to like hear about this as it goes. 
but you're gonna not be you can't be proactive he said you can't chase this because like it it won't stuff won't happen you've got to wait for it to appear and i'm more yeah. than happy to sit and wait for stuff to appear yeah. for me to be able to pass my test of metal yeah because it means i won't be so hung up trying to chase part of a game that when i pass my test of metal what does that change for mercy nothing really he's no. still an arsehole yeah um yeah when when, but... when really if that's if that's what you actually want to be like i'm gonna have fun being a being a noble mm. you can just be like oh in downtime mercy succeeded noble, there we go yeah, yeah. and and then we move on i do want to i do i do want to ask no, you but I'm, I'm i'm conscious of your time please, but, please we are going. questions but what is going I, on because I, I, I know this is slightly linked and i know you because you, you want your testimonial to to play mm. out but you you mentioned like twilight masquerade what is going on with mercy's lineage because mm. i i have no yeah. idea what, what... <laughs> you can't i don't know you can see the on youtube um but you can see behind me so the photo i got behind me is of um mercy and i can send you guys some photos as well if you want to flash me in um oh, yeah. mercy's got uh mercy's got antlers and all looks like a changeling um and funnily enough um fu here's a fun fact um robin drew mercy um for <laughs> a lovely little bit of like cartoon i think you were doing some cartoon work i think yeah um and Robin drew Mercy. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Um, and like, I saw the pose that you drew Mercy in and, and kind of the, the place and the time. And I was like, uh, and the kind of conversation that was had. And I was like, oh, Robin, this looks incredible, but I hate to break it to you. Not actually a changeling. You're like, what? What do you mean he's not a changeling? <laughs> I'm like, no, no, Mercy's not a changeling. Uh, he's just like that um because the because a lot of the, the big photos and the good reference photos, like, like the Ollie Facey one that I've got, um, He's with Mercy with Antlers because he was Twilight masqueraded as a changeling. Yeah. Um, like broadly because enough people had been like, "Are you sure you're not a changeling?" And I'm like, yeah. "Well, like, I do have a lot of student, have a lot of summer magic that flows through me. I do a lot of summer magic, so it's possible that that, that there is some some of that is just kind of blowing over." But and I was you're like, Dornish I see... as well, you know? Yeah, and I'm Dornish, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like <laughs> I, I want to see what it's like um, to talk to, to for him to Twilight masquerade. Turns out, when Mercy Twilight masquerades as a changeling, or when Mercy is a changeling. And just take mercy you dial him up to 11 um uh, there's an from, ic from drug 11, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 there's, there's, there's an there's an ic drug that that does exactly the same thing um i've discovered um but uh yeah so he's not actually a changeling which is why then e2 I was, he was a drag and that e4 people were like oh you don't have antlers i'm like no we don't have antlers um but the interesting thing is now, um, part of my test of metal uh, is that I can't be a changeling, uh, more mercy can't be a changeling, um, through any means other than uh, the means outlined in the passing of the test of metal. Um, and the final condition for me passing my test of metal is becoming a changeling. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so that's that's what's going on with mercy's lineage. <laughs> he don't he don't got one yet. Um, and that ain't something to human can do right yeah, uh, yeah that's not something a human can give you right yeah no it's not so um yeah um <laughs> i i mean i can say what my test of metal is is uh, as long as i trust people to not take this in i've said it before on live streams just don't take this into the field so my test yeah. of metal is um uh okay so the first part of my test of metal is that i have to acquire <laughs> acquire a feather 
from the Griffin Lord Hayak, who is an Eternal, an Eternal that is currently very out of favor with the Empire, um, and is very much so weak in a weakened state in um, the Summer Realm, and is currently um, staying with Elianaris, who really doesn't like the Empire-ish, kind of, maybe. Um, and he got dethroned by a, a, an Eternal called Jeheris, who is currently weirdly more in favor in the empire and yeah. is doing some interesting dodgy <laughs> deals um so first thing i've got to do is get a feather from from hayak which is really hard to do um and and or i've been told several times that that they exist in play and there may be people that have them i don't oh. buy it um <laughs> yeah but i'd have to i, I want to have those conversations anyway so yeah. part of my game this year is going to be talking to in merchants of interesting items Ooh. um okay, yeah. i then have to take that feather and use uh, turn it into a quill with which to pen a song that convinces maraud the summer enchanter to grant me his boon and Maraud's boon uh, occasionally is to turn an individual into a changeling. Um, and it has to be, I need to convince Maraud to turn me into a changeling. In order to convince Maraud to turn Mercy into a changeling, the song basically has to be about the great magical deeds that he's done. So he also, I, I, in part of this test of metal, I also probably have to do quite a lot of arcane projections and stuff. like crazy magical ritual stuff yeah. uh, to impress Maraud enough that he's like, yeah, you're pretty cool and that song was pretty good um like uh, i i'm gonna i'm gonna turn you into a changeling now and yeah. then i pass my test of metal yeah. this is this is not something and this is what matt p said to me he said this is not something that will just happen overnight just this happen. will take you years to complete uh, yeah. and i'm like i'm there i'm there for that to the yeah. point he, I, in fact like i I'm, i hope matt won't mind me saying this but i think he was so invested in 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 um in my test of metal when I sent it sent this email to him, he was like, look, if you get this feather from Hayak, send me an email, let me know, and I will get you a special ribbon printed that says um Hayak Feather Quill um on it. And I was like, Oh well I gotta do this now. Yeah. Um uh, so yeah it, it's 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 pretty cool but insanely difficult like yeah i, I it's it's funny because like i i like i love watching your guys game of your test of metal and i love seeing lots of people do the test of metal pass the test of metal and then i got given this test of metal and i instantly went ah, oh, because my own and i chat about it oc first and i was like this is the most cool thing ever this is epic and then i sat, sat there for a, a few weeks and i went oh shit Everyone I know has got far easier tests of metal and the, i remember <laughs> that one of the first times i told a noble about it they turned to me and went there are other houses you know are you sure <laughs> there are wants you to be in your house <laughs> well you know what i was that was almost on the tip of my tongue you know i was all i was just about to say do you think it's that difficult that they're telling you that yeah. so maybe you, you they don't know he um he wants he, he's explained to me that he effectively wanted it to be that difficult yeah. because he mercy's just joined the nation yeah. from the league and he right. wants to wants him to prove really prove himself in the house but more to a point um and the, i've i've argue this philosophy i see as well so um i'll be careful with kind of this but um the, uh, mercy's somewhat of the school of thought that there are two ways that you can give someone a difficult test you can give them a difficult test because you don't want them to be in your house or you can give them a difficult test because you know that that test will push them 
and prove the glory of your household because they will they will do an incredibly glorious deed in the name of your house in order to be part of your house and that that and then and they will know how powerful your house is becoming because actually they did you know they've got a noble that's done something so so difficult to do like like we owe them a lot more respect than we're giving them because they 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 drive a hard bargain um and, and i think that's a really cool way to kind of perceive doing tests of metal or setting tests of metal if you've got yeah. players that don't just want to be nobles in a year or, or two yeah. if you've got players that are like oh, like i don't mind how long the test of metal takes i don't mind mm. being a knight errant you know you've got when you've got houses there that have been there for 10 years and the game is most likely going to at least carry on for another 10 years Having a test of metal that takes three or four years to complete is a great story if you complete it. Oh yeah, you really yeah. don't want your character to die then, but like it's a, <laughs> it's a great story. Well, even then, it can be a great story. That's the thing. It's it's going back to what we said. It is a game, you know, oh. and that's so for us again. When we say we orchestrated a bit, we were very much like, yeah, first year we're going to be not errants. Yeah. We want to be yeah. noble. Like it wasn't just well, a like well, it wasn't going to yeah. be a case of oh we want this really we want the hardest test of metal ever because it's going to be great but at the same yeah. time i'm getting you want to get fuck, to that point i'm getting yeah, yeah, pissed yeah. off with being a yofo and being yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we obviously you don't want that so we wanted something that it was going to give us game and yeah. hey you're outnumbered well here. like i knew i i started i started <laughs> off i started off as a as a as a yofo but like and i got my test within the year because I was like, do you know what? Like, I don't want to roll in as a knight errant. It doesn't make sense. I want to. I want to be a yo. I want to be the working class effectively mm. and see how that feels and have those experiences um, and chastise nobles. But um, no, you're absolutely right. And, and, I, and it's again a completely valid way to play. Um, and the way you guys have done it has been so like genuine. And you've been like, at the end of the day, you've been yo folk that were like at the point of their lives. You know, now now we're ready to be nobles. And and you've done you've put your shift and you put your graft and you've gone yeah, yeah we're going to find some tests of metal people that recognise us for who we are we're gonna we're gonna pass these yeah. tests and it's not like it's just going to be a formality they're going to be hard yeah. but we're going to do it and then we're going to be nobles and it's going to be great well, it was I, I, I love the way you guys have done it yeah it, it was it was it was satisfying wasn't it Rowan because we like uh, we were obviously and we've told this a hundred times we we were going for the part yeah. of the not errant brief that said like we wanted to be offered. We didn't want to have, we didn't want yeah, to ask yeah, for yeah, one. Yeah, we wanted to be offered one. Um, That's and, a cool and, thing to do because not yeah, a lot of people do it. And and Danny kind of projected what, oh, sorry, Danny said what we yeah, were yeah, trying yeah. to project. He literally said the words, you two are noble you carry yourselves as noble you shouldn't be yo folk basically yeah, and that's yeah, what yeah. we were trying we're even though we were saying oh we're knight errants looking for yeah. tests of tests of metal we would we were acting noble you know yeah, it was yeah, yeah. we were all we came we came into the game wanting to be noble so whereas mercy's actually had the opposite um i've actually had a noble say like you're not <laughs> you, you've got you've got a lot to learn you before lot, you're a yeah. noble yeah. and i and i turned around and went yeah well you're an asshole it's like yeah but i passed the test of metal i'm like yeah. Yeah. that is my net it's my nemesis if it, if it, it hadn't occurred to you that's the guy that's my nemesis yeah, yeah, um yeah. <laughs> it's your nemesis 
Well, guys, we're, we're, we're over time. We haven't... We, 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 yeah, we've been lot... for a while. Yeah, there was, there was a lot we uh, still want to ask you about, which means Please. that it means that we'll probably bring have me to back on. ask you yes. to come back on again, know, you know, if you can bear, if you can bear to come back <laughs> I again. love your guys' company. <laughs> awesome. Right, we'll better wrap this up. Thank you very much for Thanks, your guys. time, Dave. Yeah, it's been very insightful and very fun. So we'll say goodbye to the podcast, everyone. Bye. 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 If you enjoyed this show, make sure that you follow and ring the bell so you know when a new episode is posted. If you want to check out some of Dave's work, all his links are down below. But now we're going to leave you with a song from our Dornish bard, Mercy Samamuse. The Tale of Dawn and the Dragon Terrorised by blood and fear, sullied at the gates Left no room to shed a tear, killed without a trace And you'll hear it in the village, and you'll hear it in the town that the mountains are the palace where the dragon wears his crown. They called upon the valiant, the fearless and the true, to fight for them and those they loved and do all they could do. And you'll hear it in the village and you'll hear it in the town, that the mountains are the palace where the dragon wears his crown. Glory, glory, the fight with all their glory, for dawn will kill the dragon in the cavern where it lay. Glory, glory, the fight with all their glory, the fight with might and courage, and the dragon they will slay. Gathered up in Semahome, prepared to march along. Confront the beast, defend their homes, and fifty thousand strong. And you'll hear it in the village, and you'll hear it in the town, that the mountains are the palace where the dragon wears his crown. Banners flying in the breeze, all houses march as one. Crimson, silver, gold and green, all colours join the throng. And you'll hear it in the village, and you'll hear it in the town, that the mountains are the palace where the dragon wears his crown. Glory, glory, the fight with all their glory, for dawn will kill the dragon in the cavern where it lay. Glory, glory, the fight with all their glory, the fight with might and courage, and the dragon they will slay. The mountain rose in front of dawn inside the dragon's lair. They'll camp at night and charge at morn to keep the fighting fair. And you'll hear it in the village, and you'll hear it in the town, that the mountains are the palace where the dragon wears his crown. Heroes woken from their sleep, their armour weapons donned. As fire around the camp did leap to cries from battle horns. And you'll hear it in the village, and you'll hear it in the town, that the mountains are the palace where the dragon wears his crown. Glory, glory, the fight with all their glory, for dawn will kill the dragon in the cavern where it lay. Glory, glory, the fight with all their glory, the fight with might and courage, and the dragon they will slay. It flies across the battlefield, its wings as roaring wind, its teeth, its sword, its scale, its shield drowns out the army's din. And you'll hear it in the village, and you'll hear it in the town, that the mountains are the palace where the dragon wears its crown. It dives and strikes the dawnish line, throws soldiers to their feet. Dragon claws and swords entwine with armour they can't beat. And you'll hear it in the village, and you'll hear it in the town, that the mountains are the palace where the dragon wears his crown. Glory, glory, the fight with all their glory, for dawn will kill the dragon in the cavern where it lay. Glory, glory, the fight with all their glory, the fight with might and courage, and the dragon they will slay.
Arrows set and fly from bows and strike the dragon hide. But it's so tough that all their blows off its armor glide. And you'll hear it in the village and you'll hear it in the town that the mountains are the palace where the dragon wears its crown. A bowman in the archer line spies the armor's chink. They set their aim, their arrow flies and finds a missing link. And you'll hear it in the village and you'll hear it in the town that the mountains are the palace where the dragon wears its crown. Glory, glory, they'll fight with all their glory, for dawn will kill the dragon in the cavern where it lay. Glory, glory, they'll fight with all their glory, they'll fight with might and courage, and the dragon they will slay. On the ground the dragon's flame engulfs the shield wall, but the fire in its heart was tamed when it took its fall. And you'll hear it in the village, and you'll hear it in the town, that the mountains are the palace where the dragon wears its crown. A warrior burst through the line, her longsword brandished high. She drove it in the armor side and watched the dragon die. And you'll hear it in the village, and you'll hear it in the town, that the mountains are the palace where the dragon wears his crown. Glory, glory, they'll fight with all their glory, for dawn will kill the dragon in the cavern where it lay. Glory, glory, they'll fight with all their glory, they'll fight with might and courage, and the dragon they will slay. A hundred years have come and gone since peace befell the land. No more dragons threatened dawn, the last one took its stand. And you'll hear it in the village, and you'll hear it in the town, that the mountains are the palace where the dragon wears its crown. And so my tale is said and done, of glory bold and grand. But remember all the day that dawn reclaimed their motherland. And you'll hear it in the village, and you'll hear it in the town, that the mountains are the palace where the dragon wears its crown. Hey! Glory, glory, they'll fight with all their glory, for dawn will kill the dragon in the cavern where it lay. Glory, glory, they'll fight with all their glory, they'll fight with might and courage, and the dragon they will slay. Hey, glory, glory, they'll fight with all their glory, for dawn will kill the dragon in the cavern where it lay. Glory, glory, they'll fight with all their glory, they'll fight with might and courage. And the dragon they will slay.